headshot. Sniping's a good job, mate. It's challenging work, out of doors. I guarantee you'll not go hungry, because at the end of the day, long as there's two people left on the planet, someone is going to want someone dead. gunman, Dad. I'm an assassin. What a difference being one is a job and the other's mental sickness. I'll be honest with you. My parents do not care for it. I think his mate saw me. Yes, yes, he did. Feelings? Look, mate, you know there's a lot of feelings? Blokes were bludging their wife to death with a golf trophy. Professionals have standards. Be polite. Be efficient. Have a plan to kill everyone you meet. Dad. Dad. Put put mum on a phone. That's our word. Brought to you by Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Now available for Nintendo 64. Uh, no rights reserved, but all mics reserved. I did it! The first take! Nailed it! Yes! It's about time. The new intro has been fucking me up. <laughs> and I'm here with Jeremy Heisenberger, and I'm Court Jim Jesus. How are you doing, man? Oh, I am, I'm just lovely, Jim. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. It's <laughs> the biggest little shit I ever heard. Uh, I am spectacular, loving life. Oh, everything is grand. <laughs> but all the trees smell like cum. Uh, <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Old dried cum. <laughs> Old dried mastodon cum. That's oh, what it smells shit. like. Elephant cum. <laughs> it's, always coming, it's always comes back to Freddy Got Fingered with me, doesn't it? Uh, anyways. So um, before we get into your um, your gloomy Gus story, before we turn you into Eeyore, uh, we, should talk about, <laughs> we were talking about video games earlier, and I was like, we should be recording this. This, this is great. Um, See, this is why I hit the record button as soon as somebody hops online with me, because I learned a long time ago <laughs> that I miss some of the greatest conversations when I don't do that. So you recorded that? I didn't know. Oh, uh, so it's when, I, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I'm the one recording this show. Sorry, okay. I should I should I should clarify. Yeah, if I'm recording the show, as soon as like I when I get on when I when I set things up and I wait for everybody to join me on whatever service we're using, as soon as the first person hops on, <laughs> I hit the record button. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so shop talk. Um, so yeah, we were talking about like how we're both retro gamers. Um, we both like enjoy older games. I like yeah. some newer games. But not as much as I would like to go back and, like, revisit things. And, like, my favorite console of all time, by far, is the Intellivision. And, and most people are like, what the fuck is the Intellivision? <laughs> but, um, but it's the one it, – it actually competed with the NES for a while, even though it's a first-generation console. Um, but you were telling me that you were getting into – that you are into Final Fantasy right now. Nine. Or, yes, and I think that was yeah, for PlayStation 2. 
I, th- I think I'm pretty sure it was a PS1 game. I can't remember. I was, that's what I was telling you because I buy, I don't buy, I don't, I obviously don't buy discs anymore. I buy whatever I can get on the uh, PlayStation store and it's very rare because I, I haven't been playing games. But Yeah, it was for PlayStation but, 1. Yeah, it's what I thought. Yeah, because okay. you could tell, yeah, yeah, looking at the graphics, that kind of makes sense. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, I was a huge, uh, you know, I, I think I've talked about, I think I might have talked about the, on this show before. Um, Final Fantasy VII to this day is still my favorite game of all time. Um, and I had actually replayed it a couple of years ago when I first got back into gaming after my kid, after I had given up when I, when I had kids and I was a little too busy and then, uh, they got a little older and started doing more things on their own and I had a little more free time. So I started playing again and I decided to play final fantasy seven. And after I was done, a bunch of my friends were like, so did, so what about the other ones? Have you ever played the other ones? And I was like, yeah, I, you know, I, I jumped from seven to 10 or X or whatever they called it. And played all those ones that got crappier and crappier as the systems got better and the graphics got better. The games got worse, <laughs> um, unfortunately. But I played all those. But I had skipped right over eight and nine for some reason. And uh, last year I got around to playing eight, and then my two fr- my same two friends. It was actually Dave and Andre from Seas of Liberty kept bugging me. They're like, "You got to try nine, man. Nine nine's really the shit." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, nothing could compete with seven. Well, I don't know about that anymore, man. Nine is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> okay. um, um, I, I should I shouldn't have waited this long to play it, but it's a really cool game. I'm, I'm definitely digging it. Yeah, I never really got too much into role playing stuff. I never even played the original Final Fantasies that were on what Super Nintendo. I believe it was the first batch of them. The, if I recall correctly, the the first one might have been on the NES. I don't even. Well, let's find yeah, out they, since I have the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might. I'm trying to remember because I remember. I, I know I, da- I, I yeah, because I, I dated a girl uh, back in the day who was a huge gamer, and she actually used to make fun of me for the fact that seven was my favorite game, but I had never played one through six <laughs> because she had she had played all of them, and she actually, I think she tried. I think three was her favorite. She tried to get me to play that one, and I actually kind of dug the storyline of that. But going back that far with the graphics is kind of difficult sometimes. <laughs> You know, when you get the little blob on the screen that's yeah. just basically bouncing up and down. <laughs> when you're used to walking around at the, the skirt, you know, when you do like the open, uh, the open area games like like our like that, like Final Fantasy is where you can walk anywhere. Um, you're used to seeing a little man walking, and now you're going back to like looking like this little blob with kind of looks like legs, <laughs> just shuffling box to box to box to box to box yeah. across the screen. It gets a little tedious, so. I couldn't go that far back, but nine, yeah, man. The story is great. the uh, The gameplay is great. They, it seems like, because they they tried to do this thing with a bunch of the games where they tried to start adding in all these different side quests and uh, other things to make the game more interesting or I guess last longer. And a lot of them fell flat. This one, they apparently got it right because they had this card game that um, is really annoying to play. But they actually made this one completely optional. You don't really like there's no like unless you want to get 100 percent completion on the game, which I really have no interest in doing. Um, you, you know, you don't have to play the card game at all. I'm like, finally, they got something right, because <laughs> usually they have this. And it's like, well, if you want if you want the ultimate weapons, you've got to play this stupid fucking game for 30 <laughs> fucking hours. <laughs> That doesn't net you anything but the goddamn weapon. You don't get any more experience points. You don't get more any, any more ability points. But you waste thirty fucking hours doing this shit. So they got it right. With, they got it right with nine, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, never got into. There was a couple of role playing games that I really got into, like obsession level, got into for a while, and that was Chrono Trigger. Uh, but it's really easy. So like after you beat it, you're kind of like, okay, 
done playing that forever. And then uh, Shadowrun, which is a great one because you can still go back to that one. There's there's all kinds of fun to be had with that one. Uh, the original one, the, they had it on Sega, but I had it for NES, and that game was fucking amazing. Um, other than that, no, didn't really get into it. Didn't even like Super Mario RPG. That was really popular for a while. Tried it. Yeah, I never played that one. Yeah. So I never really got into that. But um, uh, lately I've been playing a lot of Team Fortress 2. <laughs> I used to play Team Fortress on Quake. This is how this is how deep I go with Team Fortress. <laughs> I used to play when, when it was a mod for Quake. It took me forever to figure out how to bind keys and shit in order to make it work. And that's whenever that's when they had grapple hooks and stuff, and you could you know shoot through the air like Spider Man. That was a whole lot of fun. Um, and then bunny hopping in the in the Half Life Two version, and now the new one is fucking amazing. Uh, even though it's been around for ten years, I don't know how new it is. Team Fortress Two. Uh, been playing that a lot lately and it's almost becoming another habit but you know i'm still just mad that i can't get conquer's bad fur day which is arguably like my not arguably it is my most favorite game of all time you know i've heard you mention this one before and i don't remember this game at all yeah it really <laughs> like, went under the radar it was like a very tight-knit community of people that were that knew about it and, and loved it and anytime they heard it like anytime <laughs> they could they would like evangelize about it but Word of mouth wasn't that big, I guess, at the time. So it would kind of fledge. And it's kind of hard to find copies at a decent price. Um, you know, in 64 games, you can buy cheap as hell because it hasn't really reached that legendary status in the collector world yet. So finding games on it can be pretty cheap, but it was just a rare game that it, it just it just wasn't that popular. But it by far was it was the most offensive game for for the N64. Like there was cursing in it. Like one of the missions you had to jump on a sunflower's tits in order to get the money. Um, and that was after you got a bee to quote unquote pollinate her. Uh, nice. <laughs> so it was just, it was pretty bizarre. Like some of the, some of the stuff on there was really adult themed, but it was, didn't get an AO rating. They still bleeped out the F word. I think they said shit. I don't remember. But I remember there was a big scene where you had to f- fight a giant turd. And, <laughs> and it sang opera at you. I mean, it was it was a fantastic game. A lot of, like, pop culture references in it. There was a, there was a uh, part in it where you were going through the bait. You know, the, the very well, the very end of the Matrix. You know, the decent one, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the watchable yeah. one. Uh, Wait a minute. Where, Wait a minute. There was a decent one? Yeah. Well, just a, there's a watchable <laughs> one. Let's put it that way. There's two watchable ones. Um, but uh, the first Matrix where they go into, like, the bank thing and they have the shootout. There's, like, a scene oh, in that where you're doing yes. that. Um, you shoot out, you do out that scene, which is – that was fun. Um, there's, like, an alien scene at the very end <laughs> where you, um, where you fight a xenomorph, it's it's it's, it's a fun game, and it's not Sounds available anywhere. Yeah, you, you, I don't think you could get it on the virtual console uh, for the Wii or the Wii U. It wasn't available on that. It um, we still don't get a virtual console yet for the uh, Switch, which I'm dying for it to come out so I can get some old games. Hopefully, conquer. Well, isn't the isn't the Switch like very recent to begin with? Uh-huh. Didn't it just come out like last year or yeah. maybe two years ago? So it came out, give him a little time. I think it came out this year. No, what was it? I don't know. Jeez, now you have me was, searching. I, I thought it, I, I thought it was end of 2017. But again, I, I've been out of the gaming world for so long. I like you know I like to play these old games because yeah, I still have year. a p. The, the only the only system I still own is a PS3. 
and the the only reason I've even been tempted to purchase anything else is because I did hear there was a couple of games that people were telling me about that were coming out for the PS4 that I guess uh, PlayStation finally said, yeah, we're not going to put these games out for the PS3 anymore. So you got to, you know, you got to upgrade if you want them. Yeah. And I was like tempted, you know, that, that was the reason I ended up with a GameCube back in the day, because I think I was saying before we started the show, I mean, I, I, I became a PlayStation guy as soon as the first one came out. And I jumped, I jumped ship from my SNES to that and never looked back, except for the GameCube blip when they came out with the uh, Resident Evil 6, I think, was the one that came yeah, out Resident for the GameCube. Evil games were fun. Yeah, whichever, whichever, one, whichever one it was, I think it was 6. At the time, they originally said they weren't going to put it out for the PlayStation. Uh, Nintendo had the ex- exclusive rights to it, so they put it out for the GameCube. And I went to a buddy's house and saw the graphics on it. You know, this is still back when I was rocking a PS1 or a PS2 or whatever. And I saw the graphics. I'm like, I need that. I'm like, I have to have this game in my life. And I hadn't even been a big Resident Evil fan before that. Like, I had played, like, me, I had played two, and I think I maybe played four. And I liked them. They were cool, but I wasn't like like hardcore into them like some of my friends were. But I was like, I need this game in my fucking life. And I went out and bought a GameCube just to have that. And then sure enough, I think six months later, they were like, ah, we're going to put out for the PS for the PlayStation anyway. I'm like, you <laughs> fucking son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo. Although the, 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 the GameCube version ended up being better anyway. Like okay. the, the add-ons they put on, on the PS version weren't enough to, to up. Uh, to to take over the graphics on the GameCube because the graphics were so much better. Yeah, and that GameCube controller was awesome. Hmm. I will give it that. I yes. never I never had a GameCube, but I probably should have because I kind of I got I got the Xbox and I loved my Xbox. And you were talking about the controller, the Duke controller. Hated, the, hated, hated the it. hated the big Xbox controller. Hated it. But you know, at the time I was really playing bass, and my my hands haven't changed since. Uh, so they were. I had I had big hands to begin with and you know the stubby fingers from playing bass so small controllers don't really work for me the switch controller iron weirdly enough works for me I don't know everybody complains about it being too small but it works for me but um so I had like these big hands and when they came out for it I was like this is perfect and then all of my friends were like fuck this controller I was like really <laughs> I love this controller oh yeah and I, I was like, oh, I fine, I'll get a couple of small ones. Yeah, so I got some small ones for my friends, but I, I was like, this this dude controller, this one's mine. <laughs> <laughs> and no one yeah, had a problem I, with it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't you. have either. Yeah. yeah. Like, I have big hands, though. That's the thing I don't understand. Like, I have pretty big hands. I just, for some reason, that controller, I think it was the, I think it was the addition of the buttons. I think that's what it was. Like, the extra buttons just really bugged oh, me. Oh, the, the black and white out. ones? Like, yeah, and the, the positioning of everything. Because, yeah, because I was coming... When when the Xbox rolled around, I guess I was still rocking my SNES. So, yeah. So I was used to that controller setup. And I was just like, yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> this is this is too much for me to relearn right now. <laughs> just to play games I already know how to play, much less play new games. I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. But I love that. I love that controller. It's, it's probably one of my favorite controllers. I really did like the, the GameCube. Uh, GameCube. Um, well, yeah, the GameCube controller is great. I really like the... Um, uh, the uh, uh, Dreamcast controller, but it, I have to admit it wasn't comfortable. But I, I liked it, I liked the way it looked, and it had you had the little video game that you can pull out of it. You know, the little memory card had like a had a little controller on it. You can play little miniature games with it. That was a whole lot of fun. But after Xbox, I ended up selling off my Xbox to one of my friends because I was just like, I can't do console games anymore. I just I just like playing uh, like things like Counter Strike and stuff. Like the original Counter Strike when it was a mod for for Half Life, 
and I was like, yeah, I'm just I'm just much more into PC gaming. So I kind of sold it off and never looked back at console gaming. But the, the consoles, but the one console company that I keep going back to is Nintendo because Nintendo is just they're really kind of innovative and they really do different things with their consoles. It's not it's they don't really compete with PlayStation or Xbox. They don't. It's a completely different beast. Yeah, not anymore. I mean, yeah. back in the day when when PlayStation when PlayStation and Xbox were first starting to surge. They mm-hmm. they definitely were. Like I remember when the GameCube came out, it was it was hyped as you know the competition, and uh, yeah. But now you're right. I mean, even though I don't pay that much attention, just a little bit, I do know everything I hear from everybody is always like positive about like how Nintendo is like just like completely um, gone its own path yeah. and continue to and continue to kick ass i mean like how many years down the road now i mean that company's been around forever yeah. <laughs> the, wii, the wii u did not do well but um like the gamecube it seems like that's when they were like all right let's try some other things with this that's when they started trying to get like a little bit innovative with it um it was like the little twinkle uh, especially with that controller but the wii u the wii is when when they came out with that they were like okay we're gonna go on a different path we're not even gonna try to compete with with them we're not even gonna worry about graphics or anything we're just gonna worry about like things to have fun with and the wii controller was so fucking awesome <laughs> i could i could still i'm still waiting for bowling to come out on the switch if when bowling comes out like my life is over forget it you're i'm quitting podcasting <laughs> Just gonna do that. Oh forever. wait a minute! This, so see, I, see, I haven't, I, I didn't, I didn't have either of those systems. So this, but this, the switch. Well, I don't have it. Well, I don't have the switch rather. I should say because it's a newer system. But so that one works like the Wii, where you could do the the, yeah. the movement controllers too. Okay. Yeah, you can t- um, you can unlock those little those little controllers that are on the side of the screen, and uh, and use it like that. And you can also dock it and just play with the with the little mini controllers too. And oh, uh, I see. So. It's well, technically see, it's, it, a console, but you can take it to go. Nice, but the back, battery life is is garbage on it. But well, that's you know because it has to run a fan. Yeah, it has well, yeah, I was gonna say that <laughs> that should be expected with what actually has to be done there. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny. It's funny though because you say that because um, you know you're talking about how you know pretty much with the GameCube, Nintendo was like yeah, and then once the Wii, like yeah, we're gonna go in our own direction, and that's when and that's when PlayStation and Xbox tried to scramble to do. They were like, well, fuck, now we got to catch up. Yeah. and their versions. <laughs> I never played the Wii. I I have the PlayStation. The Move is it? Was that their version? I forget. With the little glowing their, wand the, thing. Yeah, their glowing wand thing. It sucks. <laughs> like I've never played the Wii, and I know the Wii's better. <laughs> like I still have them, only because I let, I let my kids play with them last year, and they kind of got into it. And I was like, well, if they're still gonna want to use them, then I'll keep them. Because I actually, I I had like, I really wanted that thing to be great. Like that was at a, when that came out. That was at a point that I was still like really heavy into gaming. And I had friends who had the Wii, and I was like, nah, man. I'm like, I'm going to get the PlayStation Move, and, like, they got all these other cooler games. Like, I went out. I have four of those fucking those stupid wands. <laughs> I made sure I had enough for a whole party of people to come over. <laughs> I four wands, two, two double um, uh, uh, charging stations. <laughs> but see what the problem was with that is that there wasn't bowling. If there was Wii bowling for it, it would have been, been game over for Nintendo. But... Yeah, because the I, I I played a couple of the bowling games. The, the one bowling game I, ha- I actually have the physical disc still. I think one of the one of the bowl, bowling games for the move that game's awesome. I just the controllers are such a pain in the ass to use, oh. um, especially with the lighting in my house. Unfortunately, <laughs> the camera does just does not pick things up well. And uh, like halfway halfway through your your uh, your your swing, all of a sudden it'll lose it'll lose you. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then you'll get an error, and it's like, God damn it! So then you quickly go to throw another one, and it's like gut- gutter ball. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, I got really good at, at bowling. Like, when you watch other people play, you know, they do the whole swinging of the arm and everything. I, I never I didn't have to do that. Well, I did do it to begin with, but then I started getting really good at it, and I figured out you don't have to do all that. All you have to do is just kind of – I don't swing my arm at all. I'll just kind of turn the controller down just a little bit until he swings back, and then I'll do like this little shake. I'll just shake it, <laughs> and then the bur- the ball just gets like a perfect uh, – perfect, uh, what is it called? I don't know what, what it is in bowling with the, with the ball kind of curves around. Hook. Yeah, hook. hook. It does a perfect hook. Nearly strikes every time. Never got a perfect game, but I was getting close to it. <laughs> like I was, I was. No one wanted to play at my house with me because it was like Jim just gonna just annihilate all of us. So what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that's funny. I, you I guys can fight I never... for a second. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never bothered to look for any like hacks or anything like that because I. I naturally do the arm swing thing because that's how I bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, I actually took I one of one of my many trips to uh, the local community college back in the day. <laughs> in like the three the three attempts I went there to try to get some degree in some bullshit. Um, one of the times I went there, I, I think it was when I was going after my criminal justice degree. There was uh, there was a there was a gym requirement. Uh, phys- you know, physical education requirement right, yeah, yeah. at the college. So, like, I looked at the list of things and I was like, "Oh, bowling, I can do that." <laughs> so, I actually took bowling in college. Shit. Um, Maybe it I was, should it was take great. a class in bowling. I should check. <laughs> should check. I'll pay for a class in bowling. My 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 uh, my what should I call it? My uh, yeah my uh, my my score improved by like seventy. My average improved by like easily by seventy five pins. Nice. You know. It's been a while, but I was, you know, I was, I was, I went from being like some, somebody who like, you know, would go, would throw the ball wildly and like occasionally like with power. So like when I did connect, like, you know, strikes were easy, but like I would often get like, you know, get, it'd be like a strike, spare, two, one, three, strike, strikes, you know, like stuff like that. <laughs> and I went from doing that to like, you know, being a consistent like 190, 200 bowler. Um, just from taking just from taking a semester of bowling, and even then we screwed around the entire time. But I at least I learned the mechanics, and I figured out what I had been doing because, like, I used to bowl. <laughs> uh, back when I back when I was younger, I actually used to palm the ball, and still do a an extreme. I can't remember where I learned this. It was one of my other friends who had figured it out. But we could palm like the eight pound balls. And still managed to throw it with this violent hook. <laughs> <laughs> that when it connected was amazing, but other times would overshoot. Like you're, you're lucky if you catch the ten pin or something like that. Um, but yeah, that's how I bowled for years <laughs> until that bowling class. Yeah, I should probably take up bowling. I really should. Get <laughs> some activity in. But yeah. Um, so yeah, but um, yeah, and television, Nintendo. Super Nintendo. I bought. I I mowed everybody in my block's yard until I got a Super Nintendo. I was like, my parents ain't gonna buy me one. I'll fucking get one. God damn it! I need because <laughs> I need I need Mortal Kombat. I need Street Fighter. Um. So yes, yeah, I had to buy. I had to buy my own too. But I actually had a job by then, like an actual job. Yeah. The working the working age in PA was fourteen, and I had my first job at fourteen. <laughs> I was in elementary school, so getting a proper uh, job was not in my cards. Uh, in fact, they wouldn't even, that was at the time when they were switching over from paper boys to like people 
throwing them out of their windows of their car. It was that kind of transition. So I was trying to get a paper boy thing and they were like, yeah, we're moving away from that model. Sorry. We're, and I was like, fuck. Yeah. The, 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 gr- the, the, the half asleep guy with the, with the station wagon can carry a lot more of these things, but <laughs> yeah. sorry, you're out. <laughs> it cost more though. Um, yeah. So yeah, like I had, I was like, all right, well I'll, I'll fucking mow yards or whatever. So that worked and I got it. But I'm so happy right now because I pre-ordered this earlier. I also pre-ordered something else, but you probably, you probably don't care. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I pre-ordered the 30th. You, you should probably get in on this. The 30th anniversary collection of Street Fighter. And it goes at all of the games starting from Street Fighter 1 all the way down to like, what was it? Street Fighter 3, the final attack or what? I don't remember what it was. I never... I. Never played that one. Let's see, thirtieth anniversary. I only ever played the. F- I, I mean, I I've played other ones, but the first one was the only one I really like played almost obsessively because that was another one I used to play in the arcades. <laughs> Here it so, is. Jesus Christ! It's so many. So it has, according to Wikipedia, it's also say so it's for Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Four, Windows, and Xbox One. So that's. Comes a Street Fighter, Street Fighter t- all, five variation, five iterations of Street Fighter Two, including World Warrior Championship Edition, Turbo Hyper Fighting, Super Strip, Super Turbo, three incarnations uh, of Street Fighter Alpha, including Alpha Alpha Two Alpha Three, then Street Fighter Three, including New Generation and Second Impact and Third Strike. So it's got so what's that like? What's like twelve games? Fucking a lot. <laughs> That's insane, dude. How much? How much is that going for? Uh, Forty bucks. For wow. Switch, I don't know what it's going to be for PS, considering that because uh, I'm getting physical copies. I am not buying shit from the the, the virtual the, the Wii store was a was a good kind of warning for me to go like I'm not going to buy digital copies because they're going to shut down the Wii store uh, and the Wii U store, which the Wii U is what 2012. It's not that old. Um, so wait, wait a minute. They sh- did they they shut down the store? Do you lose? Do you, you, you still if you have don't the download games, the games and oh if. They're gone. See, that's actually. I mean, I, that is always a concern with any of the because any of these any of these mm-hmm. systems, they could pull the plug on this stuff at any time. You know, just like just like anything else. You know, if you want you if if you want stuff, don't keep it on somebody else's server. But right. with the play with the with the one good thing about the the PlayStation, at least with the PS3, because I like I said, I still haven't upgraded beyond that. But it by default, you have to download the games in order to play them. Yeah, like you can buy them from the store, but you can't just leave them there on the server and play them from there. You have to. So even if they do go down, I'll still have. I mean, well, there'd be a lot a that case I've for the wheat uh, for the switch too. So get the oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so as long as you download, it. but yeah, but if you download it and then something happens to your memory card and they shut down the store, tough to be you. <laughs> yeah. That or if sucks. you want to get an, if you want to get like a used system and put all your old games back on there. Too bad. That's why I'm like, oh, I'm just going to buy physical. There's like some games that I'll buy. Like I bought the, um, that's the only one I bought so far. It was the Double Dragon 4, I believe, the new one that looks like the old NES version of the game. It's fun as hell. It was only seven bucks. So if I lose that 10 years from now, I don't care. I'll be all right. Well, that's the only, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the only type of games I buy uh, because I can't. I, I haven't been able to justify spending money on games for the longest time, at least in my own mind, uh, because of the time investment. Especially because most of the games I do like to play, like the like stuff like Final Fantasy, the other series I got into in the past, like 
most recently, I guess, which is still a while ago, but uh, was the Assassin Creed series. And I, you know, I played, I pretty played pretty much, I think I've played pretty much all of those, um, except the first one. I still managed to never play that. Um, but I, I purposely, like, I don't go, I don't go to the store or I don't look for physical games because on, I'll, if I see the newer ones, I know I'll get excited, I'll get excited about some of them and want to spend money. But I only pick up games off oh. the play, PlayStation Network that, whatchamacallit, usually are $10 or under because I can't justify playing anything else. Like, that's why I ended up with Final Fantasy nine because I was like, oh, it's only 10 bucks, And I'm like, oh, I actually have $7 on my PlayStation credit that I didn't even know was still there. So technically, this only cost me 3 bucks right now. All right, I can afford to, <laughs> I can afford to spend this on a game that is probably going to suck the, suck my time for like a good two weeks straight. Um, and then I'll be completely done with it. But, you know. I could justify that. <laughs> so here's something interesting. If you pre-order it right now for Xbox, the, the 30th anniversary, um, if you pre-order it now with, with Xbox One, PlayStation 4, or Steam, you'll receive a free digital copy of Ultra Street Fighter 4. So that's uh, another Street Fighter. <laughs> see, now. Sweet deal. See, like again, talking about what I what I could justify spending <laughs> spending forty bucks for what now is apparently like thirteen games or something is to me I would normally be able to justify, but I would actually have to buy a PS4 on top of that. Oh, not yeah, currently yeah, yeah. justify because, like I said, man, I would love to. Some of the games I can't even remember now. I think, but I know I think they actually I think I, I think they announced actually that they were moving the Assassin's Creed franchise to that too which pissed me off because i was like you fucking bastards i've played every goddamn game and now you're gonna move it i'm like i can't afford a, a new system there's no way i could justify a new system even if the sale of my house ever actually happens um which at this point it's, it's looking more and more like that i have no idea if it's going to um but even if it does i still can't justify that um because uh you know i have kids and stuff so i guess i probably should pay for something for them first before i go buying myself a new game system <laughs> Yeah, that's probably a little bit more important. That's why I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't want kids. I just want to, I just want vidges. I'll just play my vidges. <laughs> It'd be better. Vidges yeah. will never leave me. Vidges will never get mad. Vidges will never get knocked up. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some kid some people like your kids, so whatever. Yeah. I just say fucking pervert. <laughs> but apparently i guess that's libertarian as you get into kids anyways um <laughs> oh man hot take <laughs> but they consented um so yeah, yeah it's uh, none of my business yeah it's none of my business <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> So yeah, like yeah, I, I, I'm not I'm not super into vidges, but um, like I said, I was really into Team Fortress lately, and then I still go back every once in a while and still try to work a little bit more on my 100% completion for Zelda. I got Super Mario Odyssey, and that's fun, but I just haven't found time to really sit down out of my studio and and go sit down in front of the TV and play it properly because it's not one of those games you can just play it on the console thing because there's certain things you have to do and like you have to like move the the joy cons around so setting it up on my stand here and playing it's just not might as, might as well just go plug it into my thing i could plug it into my monitor but too much work <laughs> <laughs> dragging all that stuff in here and you know, i was like i'll just go play it on my tv eh, i don't want to go in there fuck it i just won't 
but yeah, the Super Mario game's fun. The 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 Zelda game's far better, even though the the Mario game's insanely fun. And um, that's about it. Like I, I'm not into one of those people that play like CS:GO 24 hours and trying to collect all the skins and trading them, and you know, getting ripped off in a lottery. Or I'm not into like Battlefield or Call of Duty or whatever bullshit game is out right now. <laughs> you know that's that's for mass appeal not into that i just want to play team fortress and, and my <laughs> and my nintendos yeah. and of course my uh i had a little retro pie that i play games on you know some classic games and and my uh my intellivision thing i don't it's not, it's not <laughs> i don't know what it is I forget what I what what the dude called it, but it's it's like a hack. Like they just gutted out a one of those flashbacks and put a retro pie in there and made the controllers work for it. So I was like, all right, that's worth a hundred bucks. So I can play all my old Intellivision games. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I was tempted when you were talking about all that stuff. You know, it was sometime last year when you got all that. I was like really tempted to get into, and then I I went ahead and got a. I had never even I had never even attempted to like even download an emulator on my phone. And uh, and then I did, and I was like, I saw all the games I could play, and I was like, man, I'm missing out on all this great stuff. And then I tried doing it on my phone, and I figured out very quickly that um, that tech, you know, that tech guy who does that podcast thingy, um, he's right. Um, you know, you need a controller to play most of those games. It sucks. Um, and I was occasionally really he's t- right. Yeah, occasionally. Um, but <laughs> when you were talking about, <laughs> he's usually wrong. You were- <laughs> so, so so very very wrong especially um, about mov- movie movies and music games <laughs> um but you uh, uh I, I was very tempted when you were talking about getting all that stuff and then i was just like ah, i'm gonna waste so much more time and <laughs> i probably shouldn't and for once in my life i actually did the did i guess the smart thing or the adult thing and didn't do it yeah. well they have a new raspberry pi out that's a little bit faster you know 40 bucks and you can put virtually whatever game you want for virtually any system on there. You know, up to I think they stop at like place I think they stop at the I think the Dreamcast is on that thing. I never really tried to I tried to get it to work once. And I just gave up. Cuz it really is too much work, but allegedly you can play um PS1 games on there, so if you want to get your Final Fantasy games for free, there you go. Yeah, that you know, well, like well, yeah, now I think I've paid for all the ones that were on the PS1 anyway. Because so. <laughs> se- 7 was the first one. I mean, that was that was the landmark game when it came out. And then, uh, you know, I, I bought I bought it at, you know, 50 bucks or whatever it was at the time. And then I actually paid for it a second time through the, through the PlayStation Store years later so I could play it again. So, right. um, so have you watched the have you been watching Marvel movies at all? Um, I'm behind because I don't do the I don't do the movie theater thing, and okay. uh, I, uh, I I I prefer to wait for uh, for good quality copies to be come available at the pu- public library. Of course, you still get to and, get that get that your your library card renewed. Yeah, because I got uh, I got a I got a what call it. I, I got a copy from the library of Black Panther, but it wasn't a very good copy, so I decided I haven't even watched it yet. So that's like the I haven't. Even, what's that? I think is that, it? I think I saw an advertisement for it somewhere. 
if it is, then I then I could probably look again, but uh, and check the library to see if they have an updated version. Um, but when I first got it, it wasn't the greatest version, and uh, so I still haven't watched that yet. The last thing I watched was Ragnarok. If this auto plays, I'm gonna be mad. It is. Damn you! Never coming to this site again. Den of Geek. I said stop. There's nothing worse than auto-playing videos and music when you go to a website. I will. I really aside. fucking hate that. I, I I feel like I, every time every time that happens, I feel like somebody's fucked with my browser and I I've, I've stepped into the MySpace world again. Yeah. My May fifteen. Which you know it's pos- yeah. it's possible you could probably find something. You know I don't want to hop on a um a v- oh I could now that I have another computer doing this. Hmm. I mean, my of course, you go through the public library on my using my card, <clears throat> my library card. Uh, it, but um, so I ended up watching like all of the the Marvel movies in quote unquote order, not the order that they were released, but the order. That oh, the, they, yeah, no, no, yeah. I've seen the, the the sequence that they put out that this is the order you should watch them. Yeah, and that type of thing. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that thing. Yeah, and, I've I've looked at that. I I haven't tried doing it yet, but I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. And so I, I ended up going through all of them, and I've kind of there's there's a couple of them that I picked out to be like my favorite ones. Uh, the the my favorite one so far before we get into the new one uh was 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 winter soldier it's not anymore um then probably um what i have under that thor ragnarok um doctor strange is definitely up 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 on that list somewhere i should i should probably order them <laughs> i should probably order them while this while the video version of this is rendering and put it in the show notes so that's what i'll do <laughs> but definitely number 1 now is infinity war that's by far my favorite and it took me a while to really kind of like think about it and mull it over. And I want to see it again just to clarify. Oh, Black Panther is up there. I like Black Panther, but I think the problem that I have with Black Panther is that they just half-assed the visual effects. I mean, it was some of it was like, like it looked like a like a PlayStation game. Some of it, or no, it reminded me of like the old Spider-Man movies, the older ones with Tobey Maguire. Oh, the Tobey Maguire ones. Yeah. yeah, it and it was like. This is 2018. Why are we using effects that look like it came out of 10 years ago? Like, what are we doing? Um, but other than that, it, it looked great. Or it, it, the movie was great. It didn't look great in some parts. So there's that. Other than that, it was a fucking awesome movie. It's, all, it's all up, up on my list, even though the political bullshit around it was, was absolutely garbage. Just, just watch fucking movies. Why does everything have to be a political <laughs> thing now? <laughs> Well, that's just white uh, people aren't allowed to watch it. Well, white people must watch this to stop being racist. Like, just shut up. Let me watch the movie and enjoy it. <laughs> and there was nothing political about it. It was just like, oh, it's a story about a fictitious ci- uh, uh, city in in uh, in Africa where technology is great because they found like this flower and vibranium. That's it. It's not supposed to be real. It's not supposed to be a political message or anything. Jesus Christ. Although Black Panther turned out to be somewhat later. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not a comic guy, so <laughs> I read comics vicariously. Uh, <laughs> I just have other people tell me about them. That's yeah, how I enjoy I, I my comics. Um, I haven't unle- read comics in years. So, yeah. Yeah. Unless it's Alan Moore. I'll read Alan Moore. Anything that Alan Moore writes, I'll read it. That guy's great. Um, you know, Watchmen, V for Vendetta. Even though the V for Vendetta movie, I can't I can't watch it now. 
I used to. Love yes, it. we've we, we've we've yeah. discussed that. The 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 the, the, the book the book the book changes you. If if, the, if reading the book after the fact doesn't change your mind about the movie, then there's something there's something horribly defective with yeah. you, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> they tried to make that movie about like 9/11 truth and neocons. It's like fuck you. <laughs> it was kind of interesting at the time, but then when you read the book, you're like, oh no, that the message was much more powerful in the book. And yeah. the story was much more compelling in the book. The whole like Saint Ives thing storyline that didn't exist in the uh, in the book. You know the, the the false flag thing that didn't exist in the book. Yep. yep, it was all made up for the movie, and it was fucking pointless. Anyways, um, <laughs> so yeah, the Infinity War. It's fucking. I'm not going to spoil it for you or whatever. I already did a review with spoilers in it on my Patreon, oh. but it is very dark. Very, very dark and bleak. Very dark. Hmm. <laughs> and like they they outdid DC in, in in the dark department for sure, and they did it right, and they did it with forty four hundred people, and they couldn't even do it with what five or six people for the Justice League. It's fucking pathetic how bad DC is. <laughs> I tried watching Justice League. I got to the part where Stephen Wolf came out, and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm just done. I don't want to watch any more DC movies until they fucking sort their shit out. <laughs> I'm just done. I, I I haven't watched the like my kids. My my kids love these love all these superhero movies. Uh, they're totally into them, and they watched Justice League with Jen uh, a couple of weeks ago because I managed to get a. You know, I have, I have a, I got a great copy from the public library for that yeah. one. Um, and uh, you know, they watched it. I sat through parts of it and i was kind of like eh but i also hadn't seen uh any of the other ones leading up to that like they had also like i i had also watched like i'd watch parts of wonder woman with them and uh but i hadn't watched superman or the batman superman or the batman ones with uh what's his face affleck so i haven't watched any of this stuff um i've never been a fan of most of the dc movies overall not even the Um, older ones or we're just talking about the cinematic like okay yeah, like that, like that type of stuff. Because okay. I mean, you, like the, the original, like well, the Keaton's Batman, I loved. Obviously, I mean that was that. That's one. I mean, when when did that come out? I mean, how? I mean, how old was I? I obviously, I mean, I was I was in love with that movie when it first came out. Um, and I even I even liked the Christian Bale version, um, the Dark Knight and all those ones. Yep. I still um, think the third one is the best, and uh, but it's not because I think it's a better movie cinematically or story wise. It's not. Uh, but all the great memes come out of the uh, come out of the third one for sure. All the Bane memes and stuff, Bane posting, that all makes it worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Bane posting alone made the third one the best. Uh, but if I wasn't <laughs> judging it on terms of like cultural influence, uh, then then yeah, then then uh, the Dark Knight is the best. The one with the Joker. But yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, I I would I would agree with you. <laughs> but yeah, I just I never because I, I was also never a DC like I I uh, I always I always thought Batman was cool like as a kid and stuff. But I never got into the DC world. I was always a Marvel. I was always a Marvel guy um, growing up. Uh, and then uh, and also I had this irrational hatred of Superman. <laughs> I never like Superman either. So. I, I don't, but I don't. I can't really explain it other than something about watching Christopher Reeve and the first one irked me when I was a kid. Oh, and boy. So, just so, something. So, like, I never watch. Like, I never. I think I made it through the first one. I've never watched the other th- three to completion. 
Um, and I just hated Superman after that. I was I was hating on Christopher Reeves long before he became a meme. Uh, the only <laughs> the only the only one of those movies, the only movies those Superman movies, I would include Supergirl in that too. The only ones that are even worth watching are the first two. Specifically, the first one. The first one was great. The second one was it's okay. It's good, but the first one was great. If you didn't like it, then forget about watching two. <laughs> I'm not gonna like it, but I, I I like it, but I I like it. It, it is kind of campy looking back on it now, but yeah, I would one, I, yeah. if I went back and watched it now, I might actually enjoy it. That was one of those things that I got turned off to at a very young age and just never revisited. And like I said, I built this be from that this irrational just disdain for Superman <laughs> overall, like beyond Christopher Reeve's portrayal of him. Just the disdain for Superman grew within me. <laughs> so the fact that I, now we find it funny because, like I said, my kids are really into this. And lately, my one daughter has become obsessed with Superman so much so that she just needed to. She's the one with. Uh, with the CPs and she needs uh she they have uh, braces for her that she wears to help her to try to help straighten out her walk a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh she just needed to get new ones cuz she's, you know, these kids grow like freaking weeds, man. It's, it's insane. Like when we tell people the even I mean this has been happening for years now, but like to tell anybody at now almost 7 years old that my kids were, you know, born 2 months premature and like barely 3 pounds a piece and like all this stuff, people would think we're lying. Because they're, they've been huge for their age ever since. <laughs> um, but they, they're constantly growing. And, and my one daughter, the, 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 the one with the, the, with the CP, actually outweighs her sister, I think, by something by like 20 pounds almost. And is like an inch and a half taller than her, too. But they're both big for their age. But anyway, she needed to get, you know, she needed to get new braces because her feet keep growing. And she, when they, you know, they, they have this whole book of stickers that you can put in, that they'll put on, special stickers that won't get, you know, won't get worn off or whatever right away. Mm-hmm. Um, to make, you know, for the kids. So they, you know, so make it a little more comfortable for them, you know, instead of just, oh, you got to wear these, you know, silly braces on your feet. Oh, you can, you know, you can decorate them however you want. Of all the things in this book. <laughs> She specifically picks Superman and has like Superman stickers. Oh, like that's all she wanted because she's like currently, as she put it, in love with Superman. Um, my little almost seven year old daughter. I think Superman is bullshit. Like he just he just can do everything. He he never loses except once to Doomsday. But I think that was more of a marketing thing. He just wins everything. He can do anything. And what does he do? He just you know rescues his girlfriend. <laughs> well man priorities priorities <laughs> i mean you got i mean you got to imagine that lois lane had some bang and snatch i mean if he was just running like <laughs> i mean what other well lois lane what? except for the new movies lois lane is actually an interesting character she really is she's really an important character to those to the to, to everything like i guess the comic books i don't know but like the the tv show and and the uh, uh the movies and but now she's just now she's just um oh let's just oh, the, the new movies all they have her do is just randomly appear in different places so that exposition can be explained to her about what's going on that's all she's there for that's all she's there for in the movie Oh, and for him to rescue while everybody else in the whole entire city perishes <laughs> in a very tragic <laughs> death. Um, but she she's okay. Uh, it's yeah. just it's just so she's just so worthless in this movie. She's she's kind of relegated to like 
like gross out humor movies of the 2000s roles just like oh just a, a worthless love interest that's it that's all she's there for and it's so terrible <laughs> it's so terrible well she's good at that role so you know they might as well keep her in it <laughs> she other one i mean she's a great actress and they just have her in bullshit <laughs> because i i i've First started really noticing her when I saw her in The Master, which is a fucking awesome movie. It's like one of my favorite movies. Really need to get that on Blu-ray. Um, there, there's, there's another movie you could watch. You, 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 you rec- I recommended Parkland. You probably would like oh. this. Uh, yeah, I'll, well, I'll, I'll check it out because, you know, again, you're, you're, you're on the positive side with your recommendations yeah. you know, um, lately. So, park, speaking of Parkland, I don't, think I, I don't think I talked to you about it ever since we did that episode and then I, I, I told you I'd watched it. Not only did I watch it um, and then we talked about it, the next night after we recorded, I told Jen about it and she wanted to watch it. I sat and watched it again. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how like two day, two nights later, I had watched it a second time already. And I sat to like normally at any movie, no matter how good I thought it was. If I watched it that soon after, I would probably get up and go to the bathroom and not worrying about pausing or, you know, something like mm-hmm. that. Or like go get a drink of water. Like I actually sat there the entire time and watched the entire movie all over again. Yeah, it's know, riveting. It, it, yeah, it's even even the second time. Although I will say that even on the second time through, I couldn't find the level of disdain you had for Billy Bob's um, scene. <laughs> <laughs> that was just that one scene. It didn't ruin the movie, but it was. It could have. I, I still, I still, I was like, I was like, all right, I can kind of see that's over the top, but yeah, Jim's just crazy about this. I still did. I still didn't think. It, I still didn't think it was that bad. The rest of the movie more than made up for it. So, I, in any, if it was in, in any other movie, I would have been like, ah, killed it. <laughs> killed it for me but yeah the master it's a it's a paul thomas anderson uh film and it's it's not like some it's not like bookie nights this is more kind of like it's almost art house and actually I, I will say it's it is it is an art house movie like and the, i think it was shot on like 70 millimeter or something like that but it's got um oh fuck what's his name philip the guy that just died philip seymour hoffman and um, just just died wasn't that like four years ago at this point it's it's fresh man like after it, it was <laughs> it, it really hurts man because this movie was so good and it was like one of his i think it was his last film wasn't it yeah 2012 i have no idea walking phoenix is in it too but it's just basically those two kind of like acting with each other and the whole kind of dynamic is like walking phoenix is uh world war ii vet with uh PTSD, but it, like this was in the fifties, so they didn't really have a term for it yet. They were just like, ah, just shell shocked. You'll get over it. Kind of attitude towards it. And then um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, who is obviously supposed to be L. Ron Hubbard, and he joins his fucking like cult <laughs> to try to better himself. And it's kind of interesting the kind of dynamic that they have too. And it, it gets dark. Lots of nudity. Uh, lots of weird alcohol drunken mishaps. I question mark around alcohol. Uh, but yeah, it's really good. Really, really good. All right. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll check that one out. Cause, uh, I, 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 I've missed, I've, I, like I said, I, I don't do the movie. I don't do the movie theater thing and I don't, uh, you know, I, I, I go to the library for specific movies. Um, <laughs> but I miss so many of the other ones cause I don't pay attention to like what's going on in, in the, in the world of, uh, Hollywood as far as movies go. So I, and I, you know, I don't pay attention to the any any of the award shows or anything. So, like, I I never have any idea unless it's thrown in my face constantly. 
I, I, I miss so many movies because I don't even know they exist. Well, let me throw uh, this one at you again. You, you have to watch the, the, the Master, but you, it's worth going to theaters to see uh, Infinity War. It is. Uh, it's very I know, much worth I, it to go see Infinity War. By far, see, this is... And see, it's, the problem... The problem is, right, I mean, aside from my, my current money, money woes, <laughs> um, okay. g- going to a theater um, at this juncture without my kids would probably be difficult. And even more so for this movie, like in order for me to justify seeing this movie without them um, would be really difficult considering how invested they are in the Marvel world, these two little ones. Um <laughs> But I really, I'm not sure if they're ready. Like they still, we still haven't taken them to a, to a movie yet because you know, they're still, they're still young. I mean, I sat through a movie at a younger age than them. I mean, I watched ET and I think empire, uh, both in the theaters back in uh, 81 when I was four, five years old or whatever the ET was 83, maybe. Um, so I was a little older, um, whenever they came out, you know, it's like, I was seeing movies at that age, but like my, my kids are so used to watching stuff when that, when, you know, and being able like, I didn't have tablets at that age. Like they have that where they've been able to watch movies in a car <laughs> and be able to stop it and do whatever they want and stuff. So their attention to be able to sit through an entire movie in a theater, I think may be difficult. Um, Plus, I like I've seen I've tried to avoid most spoilers, but I've read, you know, I've been following what the storyline is supposed to be. Uh, Um, Don't don't spoil it, but it's probably like depending on how old your kids is, it's probably not a good idea to go take them to this one. Well, exactly. I think I know (laughs) what's going to happen, at least in some regard, although my one daughter, I think it'd be okay with that because she's the one who actually insisted on watching. We watched Logan together and I had never seen it before. Like my first viewing of it was with my then six year old. Um, but I knew what was going to happen and I okay. prepped her for it and she, <laughs> and, and, and to top it all off, we'll, uh, for the, I mean, she's now she's super into black widow. Um, but, uh, but Wolverine is by far her favorite character. Although I think that's partially because she knows he's always been my favorite, you know, Wolverine's always been my favorite. Um, but she like loves the, even the crappy Wolverine movies. <laughs> she, she loves those, but she wanted to watch Logan. And I was like, listen, you like, I haven't seen it yet. You know, but I know <laughs> I, I do know that your boy and Professor X both both bite it in this movie. I'm like, now we've watched Professor X bite it in another movie, <laughs> but he came back. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, so this is like, you know, but and she wanted to watch it and she was cool with it. And she had there's been you know, she hasn't had any issues from it since. But like she seems to understand. So like, I think she would be cool with it. My other daughter, I don't know so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially if it's any of her heroes, um, you know, particularly she, I don't think she's, uh, you know, and seeing that in a theater, I think was, is a recipe for a meltdown. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah, know if I'm going to get the opportunity to do that. Unfortunately, yeah, there's, there's been a lot of talk saying like, this is, this is probably going to cause a lot of little kids to, to like break down and <laughs> parents are not going <laughs> to just skip this one. At least until like until next year when the next one comes out and we you know we we get some more information, but it's it's it's, it's dark. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it's very very dark. This movie is very very dark, 
and there's this look and I didn't know I had I, like I said like I read vi- comics vicariously and I don't know anything about Captain Marvel but apparently this is what people next to me were sitting at the end at the end of the very movie you know how like Marvel they have like a little end credit scene after the credits yeah, yeah. over um there's a scene where Nick Fury's beeper has the the Captain Marvel logo on it and I was like I don't know what that means but one of the I didn't say it out loud but Someone clearly offered next to me the information that I needed to know. It's like, oh, Captain Marvel. This could change everything. So we'll see what's going on with Captain Marvel. I think that's what's probably going to let us know what's happening with this movie. Because I, yeah, I can't I, imagine I, this. This is this is permanent. Yeah, I, I already, I already, I already read a little bit about that, and I don't know. From, at least from what I know, I mean the whole. The, I don't I don't read the comics anymore either but I do know, I I do know the storyline at least the whole cap the whole Captain Marvel thing takes place in the 90s. So the fact that they're bringing the fact that they're her bringing her back means they're they're already they're automatically jumping back like 20 or 30 years. Um so everybody will still be alive clearly. Yeah. Um and I think if, from if what I read did die. We'll just say that if people did die. Yeah. If. Um but uh, well, I mean, there's already been there's already been you know even like what's his face? Uh, was it the first one he did? The first Avengers he died in Colston, Agent Colston. Um, the uh, the 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 what should we call it? Was that his name? Well, that's Phil. not the Avenger movie. That's uh, Cap- Captain America, the Winter Soldier, right? Is you're talking about? No, no, oh. he die he he dies he dies in the Avengers one. Yeah, because when they have Loki in the uh, in the airship. Yeah. Well, Loki died in one of them. I think it was the second one because I, I tried to blank that one out. That one was just fucking god awful. That wasn't even a movie. <laughs> what? Old, what? What's the second one? Uh, the second Thor. Oh yeah, dark, dark I watched World. that. Oh, it was so bad. I had dredged to that one. I had to take a break. Yeah, both both Thor movies were kind of one and dones for me. Where I was kind of like. I watched like the first one was all right. The second one it was definitely like I, I same thing. I dragged through it, but I haven't gone. I I haven't revisited those. I've watched most of the other Marvel movies at least, you know, two times. Not those ones, or not the maybe third Iron Man. Third maybe Iron Man was third. Third Iron Man was good. The second one was pretty bad. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It was just like from this. Is oh, it was not the second. It was the second. It was the second one. Yeah, the, sec- yeah, the second the one, one with what. What's his face? Mickey Rooney, right? Is that his name? <laughs> Mickey Rooney? <laughs> Not Mickey Rooney. What's his name? <laughs> you know what I... No, I don't. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the, the Mandarin? No, no. The second one okay, was... that was the third uh, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the second one was... What's his face? Who played the... What the hell is it? I can't think of the character's name now. With the, the, with the electricity. He was in The Wrestler. What the fuck is his name? <laughs> it's not Mickey Rooney. Why can't I think of his fucking name right now? Mickey Rourke? Rourke, thank you. Rourke, thank you. I gotta remember I knew it what the hell Mickey Iron Rooney. Man 2 was about, because I remember that wasn't that was another one that wasn't that good. Yeah, Iron Man 2 is the one where he ends up... Was he, is he in the race car in France or wherever? And uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The that whole, one was pretty uh, bad. The, the Russian dude who was taken after for his father, who used to be part, who was uh, partners with uh, Howard Stark back in the day. Okay. That whole storyline. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was a very, it was a bad, it was a bad, bad. <laughs> and when he got drunk in his Iron Man suit, that was just like you're just reaching for content right now. Come on, Marvel. <laughs> but uh, Ragnarok was 
by far the best uh, Thor movie, un- unquestionably. It's, but that's it's kind of a low bar anyway. And it's kind of interesting yeah. that they, 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 they brought up what happened to Natalie Portman's character as like, oh, yeah, I just broke up with her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everything's explained well, now. You know, tie, yeah. <laughs> tie, 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 tie that up nice and neat. You know. yep. uh, yeah, we're done with that. Hey, we got, we got closure. You know, I think that was that's, more that's kind of important. like – I think that was more kind of like the filmmaker T- was it Titi Wakudu or whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the hell is that guy's name is. Um, he played Korg in that movie, which, and he was like by far my favorite character. Uh, I will spoil this: he dies. Um, Korg dies. Uh, they don't show him dying, but it's assumed that he's dead because um, it's like in the first like ten minutes or ten seconds of the movie. So that's not whatever. Uh, <laughs> but anyways. Um, was it going? Oh yeah, the the third the third Ragnarok was a completely different thing, and I think what they were doing in that was just saying like, oh, I broke up with her. I think that was more like code for we're done with that kind of style of Thor movie. We're actually going to do good shit in it with this with this character now because <laughs> the other ones were so bad. Um, yeah, so I enjoyed it. But Marvel fatigue is over for me because they're actually starting to do something interesting with the with the series now with. Uh, with Infinity War and, and Black Panther, they're definitely going down a different road. I'm very well, they have happy to. With it. Yeah, they they, they kind of have to. They're, yeah. they're I mean, what's his face? Da- uh, Downey's out after the next after the second Infinity War. Infinity War, right? That's his last one. I think he's under contract for. And they, um, I mean, there's talk. There's talk about isn't there talk about the X-Men franchise finally being able to be being brought back in because of all the ha- hands, everything switched through at this point. Oh yeah. Cause Fox is owned by Disney now. Yeah. So now they could find, they could finally bring that in and they, and they've lost uh what's his face. Um, Jackman's gone too for, for Wolverine. Yeah. Um, so they have, you know what they have to move in a new direction because they're losing the, you know, the people who've carried the fran- both of those franchises forever, mm-hmm. you know, both of them, it's insane, especially when you think about what's his name, Jackman. I mean, he carried that fran- like it was, I, I didn't even realize it until I went back and looked like, holy shit, the first X-Men came out this fucking long ago. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. He's been doing this like, what, like 15 fucking 18 years, some crazy shit like that, the span of them. Um, Something, something like that between all of them, and he's like the only he's he's the only redeeming like parts of a lot of those movies. Like some of them are really bad. The first couple X Men were good. They the first one off. was good. Second one was eh. Third one was definitely um, the, the 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 reboot, like the the what you call it, the prequel type ones. Um, they weren't that bad. Yeah, some of them are um, okay. Some of them are like the Apocalypse one. I was like, hmm. yeah, this is all just um, punchy. Um, but yeah, but it was yeah, it was mostly Hugh Jackman, and of course, I mean any you know Patrick Stewart, of course. I mean because you can't, you couldn't have cast a more perfect um, person <laughs> yeah, for the perfect. for the role of Professor X in that you know in that storyline than Patrick Stewart, of course. So yeah. like those were those were, those were always the two best parts of the entire thing. Well, actually, I should say that what's called um, Ian McClellan was actually awesome as uh, Magneto too. I thought um, I never would have thought of him. Halle Berry was the perfect choice for Storm. Perfect. Yeah, uh, Even she's I guess not the best actress. In well, the no, because she's not, she's she's you know she's pretty. I, I always thought she she's was okay. pre- she was she was okay. Yeah, she was. I thought we thought she was <laughs> she was good. But uh, when I remember when that when the first one came out, I didn't see her because I didn't think of the whole like I didn't think she had enough of an edge to do the storm thing. Because storm, you know, if you know anything about the storm character, she's you know she's not exactly sweet and nice. No, <laughs> you know she uh, because she came she was one of the original. Uh, she was she was one of the four horsemen, I think. 
um during the whole apocalypse thing yeah that's where she came from because you you see that in the storyline um if you watch the uh the prequel ones um i think it is the apocalypse one right yeah that's the one we're talking you, you mentioned um that's where that's where she comes that's where she comes out of so yeah, the you know, wolverine just, movie was terrible 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 logan was great logan um, was logan by far is the best x-men movie um deadpool deadpool is fucking amazing deadpool i don't know if it if he qualifies as an x-men movie it's in the same universe but it has x-men it has it's the old it's the only other it's it's the only other outside one that has x-men characters in yeah. it because he kind of he, he doesn't exist in that in that world. Yeah, well, he exists. Deadpool, Deadpool exists in all worlds. That's yeah. kind because of... <laughs> he was forced to be a mutant. So, um, well, not forced. He volunteered. <laughs> Actually, I've been. Did the second one come out yet, forced. or that's coming out soon? Yeah, it's coming. I think it's coming out this year. Coming out in a couple yeah, months. And then yeah. that I'm one dying, looks I'm... like it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, di- I'm dying for I'm dying to see that one too because that's another one. Like you could not, I don't think you could have cast a, a better Deadpool than fucking Ryan Reynolds. Um, but I had I was expecting this movie to be a disaster. Well, because well, they waste. Well, see, I I knew because they waste. They they totally blew it with him in the Wolverine movies when they when they tried to like yeah. they, you you saw you you saw the first was it the first yeah the very first one yeah the first or, or, or origins. The, the origins one yeah. you saw flashes of what he could do, what he could do like the verbal shit yeah that he could pull like how he the way he could play that character like you saw flashes of that and i i've always been so his I've mouth always, shut <laughs> yeah but i've always been a ryan reynolds fan um just like, I, I always thought he was i always thought he was funny you know he's he played because he played the roles he plays is you know he plays he, he plays the roles that he's, he's playing he, he, he does them well man whatever they're stupid they're goofy you know come on van wilder's fucking hysterical um but anyway i, I always knew, thought that I, he was like i always thought he was like the dime store dane cook and dame cook is already a dime store something else so dane cook is a dime store dane cook yeah right. <laughs> exactly <laughs> I can't stand that dude. I hate Dane Cook. I hate Dane Cook as well. And I know I get what you're saying because I used to think that. But then, like, there was a couple of those like stupid cheesy movies of his that I kind of like. I ended up watching when I was high, and I was like, "Oh, this is really like." It got me giggling, Green and Lantern? I was like, oh, fuck. "No, no, 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 no!" Yeah. That was horrible. Yeah. And I didn't even make it all. The, I didn't even make it all the way through that. But like I said, I knew what. Like I saw the flashes of what he could do. And I also knew how much he wanted to do it because I had read all the shit about him saying like he really wanted to do this character, and he was up. He was he was kind of bummed that they kind of just blew up, blew the character off the way he did, so that when he got when they finally greenlit the opportunity for him to bring it back, he was like, "I am taking the the balls to the fucking wall." Yeah, and uh, that I was like, he you know, and he obviously had to make up for Green Lantern. <laughs> yes. And he even made so, fun of it in the movie a few times. He was it, like, as long as it's not green and animated. Exactly. <laughs> talking about the suit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that that one, that actually by, still might be my favorite. I don't know. Of yeah. all of them. Of all the Marvel movies. Deadpool. But they had to cast favorite. him. They, did, they didn't have a choice in casting him, uh, casting Deadpool, because, like, I guess in the comic, a few times they even ask him, like, what do you look like under there? Or what did you used to look like? And he would say, like, I, I, he's like, I look like Dane, um, Ryan Reynolds. Like he used, to, <laughs> he used to say that in the comic. So they had like no other option but to use. Him. So it was like, okay, 
but yeah, like for me, it was like I never liked anything. Never really liked it. Like, not, there's some things that he was okay in, I guess. Like Van Wilder was was good, but there's been a lot of other movies that he was been terrible in, including the Green Lantern. So I was like, that's strike one for me. Strike two is like it's an X Men movie. And third, the trailers for it when it came out, the the Green Band trailers were just like, oh, these are easy jokes. This is probably not going to be good. And then. I was like, I don't know. They, I think they could ruin this. I think they could ruin this. And then I was, and then everybody was like, oh, fuck, this is great. <laughs> go see it. And I was like, all right, I'll go see it. And I enjoyed it. I was like, this is probably one of my favorite, you know, punch movies. So, but now, now I have to say that my favorite um, punch movie was Everybody Punch, Infinite Punches, <laughs> starring literally everybody. <laughs> like everybody was in that movie but yeah it's i would say go go watch it by yourself go and watch it by yourself if you can if there's like a five dollar tuesday which by the way it is tuesday um if they got a five dollar tuesday type thing at cinemark i know they have or like you know whatever monday depending on what theater go and watch it it's an event it's not so much a movie as it is an event because you know how how could you have a three act structure <laughs> with <laughs> starring eight hundred people? It's not possible. <laughs> but they did yeah. it. They pulled it off. They did what Justice wow. League tried to do with six people. They would. They did with forty. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go wow. ahead and clap. Good job, Marvel. <laughs> Good job, Russo brothers. You did it. You did it. <laughs> Well, I, I definitely want to see it. I don't know if I hope. Hopefully, I'll get I'll, I'll get a chance to see it in the theaters. Yeah. I don't know, but like you know, I I I, under, I know I I know what you mean, and I'm sure I'm sure I've missed out on 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 quite a bit for a, a number of the movies I've seen over the years that I just never actually made it there, um, and uh, and ended up seeing them on my TV. Uh, but you know, I'm just I'm so the movie was and, shot in IMAX. The entire movie was shot in IMAX. I don't think that's ever happened. That's I know insane. Batman, they shot some of it in IMAX. Some of those movies in, in, in partially IMAX. There was like a few scenes here and there where they were shot in IMAX. The rest, they had to use regular cameras. But this was this movie was entirely shot on IMAX. So mm, it's, it's pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. And Purple wow. Nutsack, man. He was actually pretty good. <laughs> well. <laughs> you know. Well, I'll try to get to it. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, unfortunately I have other pressing matters. <laughs> well, maybe you should maybe you should uh you know, distract yourself from it, which we should probably talk about. Like Jeremy, Jeremy getting out of New York a stand update. <laughs> oh. Do we even have the time? We've been going for a while on this. We went from video games to movies. Uh, <laughs> There's no time limit. If I can record a three-hour show with MK, I can record an hour and a half show with you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't and those are the ones I get complaints my, I, I about. Know, I don't know if this was more about me or MK. I'm kind of confused. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> if, 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 I don't know because MK is one of those ones. She's like super divisive. It's not like I just only get it. Uh, hate mail about it. Like I get, I get mixed reviews with it, but it's it's oh, like know. extreme polar. Like I, everybody else seems to be like, I like this host. This host is okay. This host is good. This host is great. But it's never. No, no one's ever said like, oh, MK is okay or she's all right. 
it's always like fuck MK or oh my god MK's the greatest host on this show ever. <laughs> it's it's one or the other. You got <laughs> it's yeah, like there's no you, middle you, ground with MK. So you, yeah, you absolutely yeah. adore her on every level or you absolutely hate. I think I'm the only person that's like sort of like in the middle. It's like there's times where I really like MK and I really hate it. <laughs> I'm just like shit. Oh no, I I th- I think I think I landed homies, that. So. Yeah. I think I landed that camp too. I've I've talked about this before how okay. I used I could I couldn't how I couldn't stand her when she, when I was a Fiends fan. Um and then I did a show with her and my entire opinion never changed because we yeah. had the best time just hanging out in the breaks and stuff and just joking around about stuff. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I currently have a similar opinion to you where, you know, most of the, most of the time, you know, I she's I'm, I'm fine with her. Um, but there are times that she still drives me up a wall, you know, like maybe the most recent tech podcast I listened to um, that she possibly was on. Um, yeah, I it's was the just only like, time that show's good is when MK is on. I'm just saying well, that no, I wasn't saying the show or, was bad but or some of the things she said. I yeah. was just like, oh, man, or Stephanie. But other well, than always, that, she, he, he's she always just, she always makes things better. Yeah. Other than that, he's just a crazy <laughs> sovereign citizen. <laughs> it's not even his name. But go ahead. Speaking of sovereign citizens, yeah, that, that remind, see that reminds me. Now we're going full circle to Marvel movies again. I, I totally i I forgot that the term sovereign citizen was used in the Garden, Guardians of the Galaxy. The Gardens of the Galaxy. The gar- <laughs> Guardians. I said Guardians, didn't I? You've been watching too much Red Letter Media. I tried to yeah. I tried to say Guardians. <laughs> I think the Guardian just got to get hung up there. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. So oh, so what we're talking about? Update my my horrible situation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, let's see. As of uh, oh, I'm getting a phone call. This who knows if this is important or not. We'll see. Um, but uh, we'll yeah. see you tomorrow because we're going to record for 24 hours. No, go ahead. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> I, I finally spoke to my real estate attorney this morning, uh, and uh, there still isn't that much progress. Uh, the update is I still have no idea what's going on. I My house is still under contract, but because of the bullshit with the town of Hempstead here, the sale still has not been completed. And I my like my attorney was under a completely different impression before I spoke to him this morning and now I have set him on a different task and a completely different path because he was he had spoken to the supervisor of the build, of the building department which has supposedly been the hold up to this process and he the supervisor told my my attorney one story and then the contractor who's supposed to be handing the permits for me got a completely different story from the same office <laughs> And when I informed my attorney of that this morning, he was like, oh, all right, I got to make some more phone calls because like the town had basically they held up the process by first uh, all these all the violations I had placed on me when all that crap happened with me um, a year ago now, because uh, actually today, today's May 1st, right? Today's the, today's the anniversary of my arrest. Mm. Woohoo! <laughs> um, the uh, what call it? Uh, there was a bunch of uh, violations that I got tagged with after that because, you know, I got reported to every alphabet soup agency in the world. And uh, I only received two of the violations physically. The third one, for some reason, never made it to my mailbox. I received the one about the fence, about not having a permit for my fence, about not having a permit for my bathroom. I never received a notice about the violation for my business. So I never did anything about that. That didn't come up until the time, until the, the, we had everything lined up. The buyer's, 
the potential buyers were had their attorneys ready. They had their their bank ready. Their bank gave them the their the the, the uh, preliminary uh, what you call it commitment for the mortgage, and all that had to do was a title search had to be run, and that had to, as long as that was that came out okay, we were gonna the closing date was gonna be set. Unfortunately, when that happened, there was a um, what you call it. That's when the building violation, uh, the business, the illegal business violation popped up, oh, which. Wow. Which I was originally told I didn't have to do anything about. I just had to wait until the title search was ran again. And then when it was, I was got I got a panic panic stricken text from my attorney saying I needed to take care of this immediately, which I did. The very next morning, I called, had somebody talk to somebody. They agreed to come out the next morning to clear this violation. And then apparently, that guy did that. But after he handed it off to his supervisor, who was the last chain, you know, who's the last person in line who had to sign off on it and then it would officially be cleared. It just sat on the on this guy's desk for two weeks. And they didn't I really do need to get a cough button. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you probably you should work. You should work on that. Uh, <laughs> I'll put they, it on my uh, wish list. Someone can buy it. There you go. Yeah. They, Hashtag uh, please donate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. I just it's wanted like, to make sure I interrupted. Of course. Okay. So, so yeah. So apparently, it just sat on the supervisor's desk for two weeks, and in that time period, the con the contractor who I had hired to handle the permits for me went in and was told in a no certain term, in un, in no uncertain terms, rather, that because the supervisor had not processed the the the, the, the violation as cleared nothing could be done on the permits he was attempting to apply for so that could get taken care of as well so he came back to me told me that i ended up getting in a fight with him because of because of the fact that he had just done nothing for i found out he had done nothing with my 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 thing for three weeks like i could have found out this stuff weeks earlier if he had actually done the shit i had paid him for he had actually put my job off for three weeks i found out i lost it on him and uh, my wife ended up uh, jen ended up smoothing that over with him (laughs) Uh, um, and got a, got him to admit that he was wrong, which was great. Um, and it got got it got him to agree to do the rest of the work without getting paid until the very end, which was not our original contract, uh, but is also helpful. But anyway, um, so we, this could have happened earlier, but regardless, it was the town that was holding us up. So the supervisor tells my attorney one thing, the town tells my my contractor another thing. I just spoke to my attorney this morning, like I said, and it turns out that. The supervisor was trying to insist that the only way that we could proceed was that if the buyers would were willing to sign a letter saying that they were going to buy the house without this stuff being taken care of, meaning technically they're on the hook for it, even though we could write a separate contract to state that you know, a separate deal with them saying, no, no, we're, I'm going to take care of this. There's going to be certain money held in escrow until this is finally finished. And then once it's done, you guys have permits They're in, you know, you're all taken care of, blah, blah, blah. But I paid for it, you know, whatever. Um, basically making all of us go through extra steps. But apparently the, the, the supervisor just straight up lied to my attorney because he told them like nothing else could be done. Meanwhile, the contractor's like, no, if the business violation is clear, the application should be able to start going through now which means we shouldn't have to go through all this stuff. So like, I still don't have an answer. I still don't have a closing date because the town is making us jump through so many goddamn hoops that the buyer may actually end up backing out of this deal. And I wouldn't blame them for it on, you know, as much as it'll kill me, I wouldn't blame them for it. 
Um, because this sucks. <laughs> um, it's just so yeah, one but, thing after another. <laughs> oh, it's it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And you the still have ex- that court thing going on too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll get to that in a second. But I ex- <laughs> I, ex- I explained it in a recent um a podcast I did and in a video that, that basically what I have done is abolitionist abstractions. By the way, uh, yes, thank you. Um, I have I have done uh. I have basically jumped through every hoop they put in front of me. And as soon as I'm done jumping through that hoop, they look at me and go, what? No, this is the hoop you got to jump through. Like, they're basically gaslighting me is what they're whether it's intentional or not. Like, that's what it seems like to me is like there is basically gaslighting. It's like you need to do this. OK, I go do this. Oh, no, you didn't have to do this. This has to be done. It's like, wait a minute. Why did I have to do this? Oh, you didn't have to do that. You're the one who told me to do that. No, we didn't. Jesus. Like it. It, that's that's basically what it comes down to here and it's been going on for months and you know i am now as of today now three months behind on my mortgage because i was told don't worry about paying it we're going to be closing soon you know it takes six months for the bank to start foreclosure proceedings against you so you'll be fine um oh, but the 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 bank, of course, the credit union, of course, is mad at me anyway because of the other issues I had with them where they alleged that I threatened them and then they closed all my accounts and then they finally locked my credit card down. Um, even though I had like $3,000 worth of credit still left on it. Um, they locked it down for pay- They locked it down for delinquent payments, even though I had spoken to their credit department a week beforehand and told them the situation. And they said, OK, you should be good for another month. We're going to note your account. <laughs> don't worry about it because i'm like i just need to get to the sale of my house and once that's done not only will you have the minimum payment i'll pay you in full like the credit card will be cleared i'm going to pay off twenty four five thousand dollars whatever it is at this point i'm like the entire thing is getting paid off you like just you have to hang i mean you can check the house is under contract and they checked and like oh, okay yeah to- you're you're fine sir a week later they cut my card off anyway <laughs> So it's just been like a nightmare. And because the town's holding me up, I literally like I have somebody willing to hand me money for my house where I will be able to pay off the bank for everything I owe them and pay off my car and like every other debt that I currently have and walk out of here with enough money to set my family up in the Midwest and have a a security blanket for us for at least eight to 12 months just in case Jen doesn't get set up with the, uh, the full-time job that she's looking at, that, that she's looking to do. Um, but I'm not allowed to touch it. <laughs> I can't get to it. Like part of it's actually sitting in an account. That's my, in my attorneys, the escrow account, my attorney controls, um, like part of the money's there. I can't touch that either. <laughs> There's like 20 grand there. <laughs> it's all waiting for me. But the town just will not let me touch it. It's insane. There's, I like I brought up the political targeting thing to my attor- to my real estate attorney multiple times, and he keeps trying. Like he's always, you know, him and I, you know, go way back. Obviously, we're semi, you know, we're quasi related. He's my cousin in law, um, but it's like my third cousin, her, her husband. Um, but I've known him my entire life because he's they've been married since I think before I was born, um, and uh, or at least together since before I was born, and. Uh, you know, he's also been my, my my criminal attorney in the past, and he was my real estate attorney when I bought the house. Uh, he's also been my attorney for a bunch of other business things I've taken care of in the past. Um, he's kind of a jack of all trades. So, like, we go way back, but he obviously does not agree with my political views, and uh, he thinks I'm being a little bit extremist in some of my things. 
<laughs> but every time I bring it up to him, he's like, oh, no, this is just the way the talent works. I'm like, really, man? I'm like, how is like the other day I finally got him to admit that, OK, maybe maybe you have a point <laughs> because he, he kept the whole time everything they threw at me. He goes, oh, this is just normal. He's like, I deal with this all the time. He's like, I do real estate. He's like, I'm not a real estate attorney, but I do this like I've done so many of these for the family over the years that everybody always asks me to do these that I have a lot of experience in real estate law around here. Um, so, you know, he's like, I know all the ins and outs. I know how the town is with their with their stupidity and their incompetence and their attitude of we just don't give a fuck. We'll get to it when we get to it. He's like, this is all he's, this is all typical, all typical. Like I said, a few days ago, finally, he was like, all right, you might have a point <laughs> because he's like, this is ridiculous. Even he's saying it's ridiculous now because it's like, what, like, what else could I possibly do here? <laughs> I've jumped through every hoop. I don't know. <laughs> and they're literally giving us contradictory information right now. Like, that's the position we're at. Like, my, my attorney is now. I left him this morning with he was calling my he was going to call my contractor to try to get the full story from him and then call the supervisor again, um, which could take who knows how many days to get in touch with, because the same supervisor supervisor also actively ducked calls from Jen for like an entire couple of days a couple of weeks ago, even though she spoke to the secretary multiple times. And even the secretary sounded annoyed the last time after she realized that the guy still hadn't called her back. Like, like she said, even the secretary apologized profusely. I was like, I don't understand why he's not calling you. You know, like, um, so like, I've just been screwed over so many fucking different ways in this situation. And yeah, and then there's the criminal situation, which is still not over. I don't even know what's going on with that because I had a two-part pre-trial hearing that was only supposed to be one part, but hell, everything with me is extended. So I've, I've now had twelve appearances in twelve months because, like I said, my arrest was. Um, a, a year ago today. So I had my arraignment on the second because, yeah, I got arrested at night. So that my arraignment was the next morning. Um, so technically 13 appearances counting the arraignment in 12 months um, to the day. <laughs> and uh, no resolution. As far as I know, the next step was supposed to be trial. But I don't know if like the very next appearance is like jury selection or whatever, because during my very last appearance, I was left from, with my attorney I heard the date that was being t- said that was that there was being scheduled for the next appearance, but there was just a whole bunch of a flurry of I don't know what at the end between the judge, the DA, my attorney, um, and then quick conferences with me, and then me being told to go wait, and then me being told to go wait again, and then me being told, okay, I'm going to call you later. I have to go do this one more thing, and then haven't hear not hearing from him for over a week. Um, <laughs> I, I don't actually know what the next appearance is supposed to be about all i do know is like i predicted he finally mentioned the rest of the money i'm going to owe him uh one because the whole thing is once jury selection happens is when his next payment kicks in uh which i've known the entire time and he's been doing his best to try to avoid that like trying to pressure them into giving you know we still didn't want to de- you know make a deal but he kept trying to pressure them into doing the uh the ACOD thing which is basically just a uh a uh what we call it a, a slow mo dismissal like eventually it becomes a dismissal um but they the DA's office doesn't have to like give up right away basically they still have an opportunity for me to screw up in a 6 month time span to be able to you know to be able to nail me for this mm. um but they they haven't gone for it. So even though in the in the very last appearance, apparently the judge at, the judge requested a conference at the very end of the hearing between my attorney 
uh, the DA and herself, in which she asked if there was a possible resolution to be reached before we proceeded any further. Um, meaning that even the judge is like, you know, can we stop dragging this on at this point? <laughs> it's been a year. Like, can we, is there any way to get around wasting more time with the trial with this stuff? Um, which to me sounded really weird because the judge could have dismissed this at any point. Like she has the power to do this. Randy England actually asked me that a couple of people who are either lawyers or have worked in the legal profession have asked me that have been like, why hasn't the judge dismissed this with prejudice yet? Like that's what would have happened in there. Huh? Because it's New York. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) That, because that is, that's exactly, that's exactly what happened when I brought this up to my lawyer. His, his, his response was, Almost verbatim, that's just not how it works here. (laughs) So, yeah, it's exactly because it's New York. Yeah. So, yeah. I hear there's a huge, like, ANCAP community out there, and everybody's always saying, like, oh, you should move to New York. And then I'll go on their Facebook, and they're just constantly complaining about the MTA. (laughs) I'm just like, what? No, I don't want. I don't want to live in a town where I'm relying on the MTA, and it sucks. Well, that's the, and it's always a giant mosh pit. No. Well, that's the that's 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 the Manhattanites. If you don't have, you know, I I, I stay away from the even even ANCAP ones. I stay away from them because uh, I stay away from I stay away from New York City. I have, I want nothing to do with that area. Um, and I don't have. Luckily, I don't have to deal with the MTA. Like very very rarely do I hop on the LIRR to go into the city if I have to do something, um, or you know, in a very rare occasion that I have to if I don't have a vehicle that I can take the train somewhere and get there easier i will but for the most part i can't even it's, it's probably been at least a couple of years since i've been on a train even the train much less the subway system jeez i yeah, ain't dealing pass, with that shit man pass yeah pass 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 i don't even want to go to la like i don't i mean i don't even want to visit la little <laughs> live in la i only drove i drove through la like a for a minute a couple of years back and I wasn't even driving. I was sorry, so I, should, I was riding in a car. Well, of course, he, he, you're I, from New York. Of course, you don't know how to drive. I was just like, <laughs> I just, yeah. I had no, I, I, I did had no intention of wanting to go back anytime soon. That's no. all I remember. <laughs> no, when you live there, I lived there for like nine months in Hollywood Hills. Hell no! I almost ran over Kathy Griffin a, Griffin a few times. Um, Going up and down that hill. Damn it, Jim. Why didn't you try harder? So close. So close. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I just thought she was just an annoying comic. I didn't realize how terrible she was. Um, yeah, I used to see her running around, jogging around, going up to my. Come on. If, sudden, if suddenly, Su- if suddenly Susan did, was that, she was on that, right? If that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. That I didn't know she was on news radio. No. Yeah, she was that on wasn't news her. radio. Yes, she was. No, she Oh my God! When? Let me pull this up. Go on, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. She, Suddenly, Susan, go ahead. She, yeah, she. That's that's where I remember her her breakout thing being. Even though I didn't really watch that show, but if you didn't realize how horrible she was going to be through that, when was she on news radio? Curtis Other than like a guest appearance? No, the redhead. That wasn't her. No, I swear that she was on there too. No. I was a huge news radio fan, man. 
That was like one of my. I could have swore I. That's like one of my. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Listen, I know I've smoked a lot of cannabis over the years since then, but I'm pretty sure I remember it because that was one of my favorite shows of all time. I was a huge fan of that. That's when I became a fan of Rogan. Um, I I never watched. I never watched Kids in the Hall, but that's when I became a huge fan of Dave Foley and and realized what a genius he fucking is. I used to love Kids in the Hall. Well, no, I went back and watched Kids in the Hall after after watching News Radio. Here's all Um, the Daves I know. These are all the Daves. Yeah, and like I said, that's when I realized the genius of Dave Foley. Um, Phil Hartman. I mean, like that that show was fucking amazing. Yeah, I was like, no, Kathy Griffin was on that. She would she would have ruined it. She, she it would have been she would have been the Ted she would have been the Ted McGinley for that show. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, I've, I've just but maybe it's because Andy Dick is on there and I see them as like the same, just with shorter hair. <laughs> and he's a little taller. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. That's probably what it is. Just Andy Dick's terrible too. I, okay. Yeah. I was. I was. I was. I was. I was about to. You know. I was kind of offended at first, but now I, I can kind of see that. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll let. We'll, we'll let you pass. <laughs> This is a Mandela thing, right? I'm going to get some metal letters. I knew she was on there. Why is she on there? <laughs> this is a Mandela. Um, so, yeah, should we do... Um, is, that, is, that, is that how those Mandela effect things work? Does yeah, somebody just create things. it on their own and go, crap, man. You I misremember things, and then other people misremember the same thing, and then they go, oh, it must be it must be a conspiracy. They're hiding it from us. Like the Bernstein Bears, uh, Sinbad's... What was it, the movie that Sinbad was in? Allegedly. Okay, that one, that Shazam. one, yeah, that one got me because I remember the Shaq one, but I also when that first started getting floating around, my memories like I pictured Sinbad in a fucking genie suit, and I was like, yeah, I totally remember this this movie. I don't remember watching it, but I remember it when it was out. <laughs> <laughs> nope, never happened. Ah, so yeah. So should we do uh, Amazon orders? This one should be quick. People have been using the Amazon link lately. I tried to remember to. Use, I tried to remember to use it recently. Okay. I might be on there. Possibly, we'll find out. Let me make sure I got this right. Um, Unless I'm banned from you, the way everybody else was banned from using <laughs> mine. Apparently. Well, it would say on there on the ordered items, and I got 22 ordered, and then also earnings, and everything's showing up. So nope, not, none of that stuff happened. This, I think it happened once. On the previous one, I just didn't talk about it. Um, what the hell was that? Oh, lighter. I forgot to unplug it. Oh, I better not say that word out loud so I can hear. Anyways, um, so I'm just going to briefly talk about the ones that aren't that really that interesting. So someone bought some LED shop lights, uh, uh, a blower, like a, like a high velocity blower fan, some Pampers. Uh, uh, a senior cat litter box, some of a voltmeter. Oh, I guess it's kind of interesting. Kind of like one of those Wheatstone Bridge ohm meters things, and some some parts for it. Some hundred packs of matches. Um, a rubber wrap uh, wrench set, which is kind of interesting. Some fasteners, some stuff for a camel. You know what a camelback is, right? A camelback? Yeah, it's those little water reservoirs that you put on your back, and it has, comes in a little straw. Oh, little yeah, yeah. I was like, camelback, sure, that's the that's the ski mountain I grew up on in Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I know. What, yeah, I've, I've seen those. Yeah, and then some stuff for something that's coming up, I guess. So that's a strainer for uh, a deep fryer. Someone bought a deep fryer and some, some oil dispose uh, bags to dispose oil in. 
uh, Hamilton oh, wait Beach a deep wait fryer. A wait a minute, you're, you're supposed to dispose those things in bags? Allegedly. I don't, I don't know. I just put... Because I, <laughs> I never, I never, never emptied my deep fryer next to my garage for years. <laughs> I put them, like I have Arizona water jugs that I rotate every once in a while for, for using water. And once I think it's getting too old, uh, I'll just put my deep fryer oil in that. I haven't used my deep fryer in a while, though. Um, should you then what do you do with that? Then what do you do with that jug of oil? Throw it out? Yeah, just throw it in the trash. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah I, so I, I just, do with the I, just I just skip that. I just skip that whole process. Just dump it out in the yard. <laughs> Allegedly, as, as long as it's not uh, motor oil, I don't think they have, will have a problem with it. Well, like I said, it was on my property. Number one and number <laughs> two, it's it's not like it seemed to kill the vegetation because if anything, the vegetation on the side of the garage, which there's like a maybe. I guess a two foot me like a two yeah maybe maybe a two foot gap um, between my house uh, between the garage and the fence that's my neighbor's fence so it butt you know butts up right against their yard um, and there's like a little section that's cut off there but the vegetation if anything tripled in growth after I started doing that because <laughs> my neighbor would you know at least a couple times a year would ask me because it's I probably all it down yeah it's all plant food anyway it's all plant yeah, exactly. dead plants anyways. Because I'm sure yeah. you you weren't buying like beef tallow. <laughs> oh, I was, I was using I was using back yeah, yeah. back when I was using my fryer. I was frying in vegetable oil. Yeah. So yeah, all that stuff. And then someone also bought like one of those little strainer ladle things that go for mm-hmm. with it. I can close that one. Close that one. Um, blah blah blah. Someone bought. I don't. I think I don't think this is a good idea. But if it works, whatever. An Orbit Beehive Smart Indoor Outdoor Six Station Wi-Fi Sprinkler System Controller. Compatible with Alexa. Put it in here. Whoa. Uh, I think this is a bad, bad idea. <laughs> if it works for you, Wait fine. It seems like a great way to like get your sprinkler system hacked, so that people. Would just... say, this is a sprinkler system for your beehive. Is that what it said? No. <laughs> or, is it, well, or is that the company name? That's the name of the the product. The name of it's called a beehive uh, Wi-Fi controller thing. B H Y V E. I don't like the idea of my sprinkler system being hooked up to Wi-Fi, even though maybe I could turn on the sprinkler from my phone, which is what the little picture is depicting. I don't think that's a good idea. I think it's a great way for someone to hack your sprinkler system and just turn it on full blast all the time. Yeah. Or turn or or you know turn, turn it, it off during the summer, and then you never notice that it's on. Or just, just watch or, it. Or, or or a really great troll to uh, you know. Have you know? Have somebody hack it and then figure out your schedule and then turn it on. <laughs> turn it on when you come home every day from work, or someone just or sitting outside your house, or or, or when you or when you're no, you just you know. Oh my you god! Get somebody, you get somebody's house. That's it. That's it. That's in like a regular pattern, and you just someone get them please they, hack this thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get, actually, even better on the way to work in the morning. You know, when they're headed out to their car, running yeah. late, you know, have it go off just then. Someone's sitting outside your house, like there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! Well, like I said, if if you can hack it, you don't even have to sit outside. You just have to do a little scouting to figure out when when they're normally running out around the time of the house, and then just yeah, all right, just set it off then. Because most people aren't gonna ch- most people aren't gonna look outside their front door if they're running out the house to go. Like especially if it's a nice day, if they're running out the house to get to, to late for work, and they know the sprinkler is normally scheduled to go off at say three o'clock in the afternoon when nobody's home, um, they, they're not gonna bother to look outside to yeah. see if that's going <laughs> off. So they're just gonna run. You don't have to even be there. 
<laughs> I'd much rather like be there and just watch. And, oh, like, of turn course. Other things on like oh the kids are playing in the arch and it on. <laughs> All right, well, send it back. So yeah, I would see. I would actually want to hack my own to do that to my own kids. That, that makes probably makes me a horrible father, but whatever. <laughs> Please, someone hack this thing so I can find out like neighbors that have it. <laughs> Just fuck with them, and they would never know it was me because they don't even know me. But yeah, oh yeah, definitely de- uh, invest in a deep fryer though. That's a that's a good move. Someone bought. Uh, let's talk about this one first. The Magician of the Gods by Graham Hancock. Do you know what this is? Is that a novel? Yes. Okay. Is it? This is the first. Is this is the. This is the second one, right? It's not the first the best one. Best-selling author, Fingerprints of the Gods. Yes. Yeah. I. I'm. A, I'm. I'm a big Graham Hancock fan, actually. <laughs> I okay. dig him. I don't know what He's, this is. He, it's. It's a follow. Well, his, his book, the first one, Fingertips of the Gods, basically laid out what he's kind of. It's it, this. This uh, alternate uh, idea of history like kind of what he saw through his interpretation of the readings that he had done and the other people he had talked to and stuff like that. And he had been largely left out of the uh, like archeological and um, you know, the mainstream science community. He, you know, constantly got laughed at as a kook. And when he came out with this book, it was wildly popular with conspiracy theorists and whatnot. Um, and, you know, it, it's a pretty, you know, he sold a lot of copies of it. I mean, I read it and, uh, and I, I, I kind of dug it. Um, but he, uh, he, he's been, he'd been preaching this stuff for a long time. And then, uh, he, like I said, he's always made fun of. And then a few years back when the shit at go back, Oh, go back. Oh, go blackly. I can never say it right. Go Beckley Tepe, the place in Turkey that got uh, unearthed. Um, uh, like five, five, maybe more years ago. They, they, they started unearthing that, um, all of this stuff that he's been talking about for years, everybody was like, well, a lot of people were like, oh, fuck. Dude is right. Like there was this, there was this advanced civilization way before people are talking about humans being civilized. Like this huge fucking structure has just been sitting here underneath Turkey all this fucking time. Like way more advanced. Like the the the, the size of these, uh, um, like the pillars and these stones, like makes what the, they did with the pyramids look like uh, child's play. Oh shit! Almost, it's like fucking insane. Um, like. How the fuck did they do this shit? <laughs> like, how was this done? Um, but anyway, so yeah, this is the follow up. I still haven't got around to reading this. I'm so far behind on my reading list. But yeah, Graham's an interesting dude. Um, Rogan about has the audio book version of it. So if, nice. Yeah, there's audio. I. I, I don't. I don't even have money for audiobooks at this point. I wasted. I finally <clears throat> used my free Audible one. Like you know, when you when you sign up, you oh, get yeah. a free one. I finally used that on uh, Scott Horton's book. Um, oh, fool's, fool's errand, yep. which was. I don't normally read stuff like that, but man, that was fucking amazing. Yeah, awesome book. Highly recommend anybody I who hasn't read. I think that, I get may that end up doing something with him and Jared LaBelle soon. I don't know. This is this is all speculation at this point. That right. would be. That but would I'm, be I'm awesome. really cautious about always saying like, "Oh, I'm going to do something with this person." Like, I won't even do that with co-hosts. I'll be like, "I'm planning on recording with Jeremy. We'll see if it works." Because there's been many times where I was like, "I'm recording with MK," and then MK is like, "Oh, I can't make it." So, uh, I'm not saying that she does it a lot. I think she didn't only did it once, but there was a time where I was like, "I, I announced it. It was going to be her first appearance, and then she couldn't make it." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, I'm not doing that again." <laughs> so I'm always at this oh, point no. now. Like, anytime I'm getting ready to do something, I'm like, "I may do something. I don't know." But that's um, all signs oh, look that's... like it's going to happen. So we'll see. 
Well, that'll be awesome. Well, num- yeah. number one, I'm I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, speaking of not saying not saying you're you know definitely going to do doing something. I still plan on being in Michigan for the Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest. Yeah, um, I, would I, ha- like I have to make that. I, I don't think I, I, I will. I, I, I have tickets already. Like I okay. bought tickets for the for the entire family, but depending on what happens with this court situation, I don't know. I still don't know. Um, because to quickly go back to that, the one thing I did find out through all of this is that if you know if this finally goes through trial if, and I end up getting found guilty, you know, despite all the evidence seeming to be in my favor, like even the videotape, the clear, which is clearly doctored, you know, like all this stuff, um, you know. I should win in a just system, but of course, this is not a just system. Number no, one. it's no, the government. Yeah, number two, you know, the most likely the, the most likely scenario, even if found guilty for me, because I have no record whatsoever, is um, is probation. The one thing I learned is that unfortunately, misdemeanor probation, which is what I would be getting, is not transferable. Whereas felony trans uh, felony probation is. So if I had murdered or raped or like actually stolen something from somebody and got convicted of a felony, I could have my tr- probation transferred to pretty much any other state. But because of this little bullshit, I'm not al- I wouldn't be allowed to. So I may actually be forced to stay here even longer. God, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. You better um, get some video games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm, so anyway, I'm plan I'm plan I'm planning to be in Michigan. Um, and Scott Horton's going to be there. So my plan was to grab him for a quick talk, you know, to introduce myself in person. Um, because I did like I've gotten a bunch of bigger name interviews recently for my own shows. Um through like other friends who've been like, Hey, I, you know, I'm going to, you know, they're like, I'm recording with this person. You want me to mention you? And I'm like, sure, go for it. And they do. And then the person's like, Hey, I'll do an interview with you. I'm like, great. Yeah. I like <laughs> so when I people to, reach I, out to me. I, I really don't like reaching out to other people for doing, yeah, that. even though well, I got so, a podcast for, for interviews specifically. Yeah. Me too. So, and <laughs> some of them have reached out to me. I'm just like, okay, we'll work out something. Well, that, and well yeah, exactly. So, far, so nothing, come nothing's actually worked out it's always been like oh something happened sorry but you know when you deal with people like this a lot of them do kind of get wrapped up in things like oh shit i got something really important to do i'm like go and do that i'm not important (laughs) yeah so no i never like i never get mad or anything i'm just like oh no no go ahead and do that don't even trip oh oh yeah i'm the the same way but well, yeah. So that anyway, so that's my plan with Horton is to actually meet him in person and then hopefully get him to sit down, you know, do yeah. at least a TED because I'm bringing all my equipment with me. If if I make it there, I, I brought all my equipment last year. I never used it this year. I actually I even bought a new mic. So now I finally have two mics. So yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to try to do like on scene um, interviews like uh, Lou did last year. Yeah. Although I don't think he ever I don't think he ever published most of those. He did a whole crap load of interviews um, with pretty much every all the big speakers. Dude, Lou like. needs to do his own podcast. He had he, he finally had a domain set up. He just he never got around to doing it. Oh jeez. Um, he has I would subscribe like a, to that in a heartbeat. Fucking yeah, me too. Straight. Yeah. Well, he's he, he's done a bunch of solo shows recently um, that have been one that have been awesome. Oh, uh, you know, solo fiend shows that have been wonderful. So like he's done at least three or four of them, I think, in the past couple of months. Yeah. And uh, you know, so he's done eighty straight minutes of because we're not we're not on the radio anymore. I mean, we're on the radio, but we're not live anymore. So um, really, oh yeah, these aren't live oh, anymore. Yeah. Nah, yeah, about a month, a uh, couple, month and a half, maybe two months ago at this point. Wow, you just can't get people to go on that late at night anymore. Well, no, it just, it ended, yeah, it ended up that, uh, well, no, there, there was enough fiends, but, uh, like, we were still, we were still pulling it off, but uh, apparently we, we found out that of all the stations we were still on, like, it dwindled down to, like, 20 or something. Mm. Uh, all but one of them was only playing us on the weekends anyway, 
So we were basically doing the full four nights for one station. And those other shows were only getting heard on the podcast anyway, unless the people on that one in that one state on that one station were listening okay. <laughs> live. So it was like, all right, I'm sure no it was the Wyoming station, right? Yeah. So, I think. yeah no so, one's listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> no one lives so, in Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's like, all right, it doesn't make sense to do that anymore. So we started doing, we just started doing podcasts. So now we can, now we record whenever and, I think we were only putting out two shows a week. Now we're put. We're supposed to start putting out three again soon. But apparently, I'm the only one consistently doing a show because, other than you know having no money, um, I have nothing else to do but sit in my house. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, you want to record a show? If my kids aren't here, sure, we'll record a show. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, I better grab Jeremy because I don't know how long this is going to last before you end up go, going off and living in a van down by the river, like uh, like Nick. Uh, which, <laughs> by the way, that's been that's been like pulling teeth in order to get him back on. <laughs> well he's he's disappeared from everything he yeah. uh he he's he retired he retired he he like almost you know he officially retired from the fiends again and then uh he even his last his last uh yakking with nick podcast he he said that he was he was gonna be pretty probably be done <laughs> mm. you know because the farming thing and everything else but he likes being thing. he likes being on the wall it's like there's i mean matt says that he's retired from everything from you because he was a youtuber a vlogger. Um, and he's like, nope, this is the only thing I do now. It's Lulberts. Um, Seamus has just like been impossibly busy to do anything except for spend every waking second working on freedom tunes. Cause he said himself a ridiculous, but good. Not because I, I have a ridiculous uh, schedule too for podcasting, which is every day. <laughs> uh, but you know, like he puts far more effort into his videos than I put into my daily podcast. <laughs> Probably even more than this podcast, but, um, and then, uh, uh, then Bab, I think Bab wants to quit. I don't know. Cause every time I try to contact him for something, it just goes on unheard. So either that or he quit Facebook and I just didn't realize it. Cause I'm on Facebook for the most part. I don't know. Maybe I have to find a way, another way to get a hold of him. We'll see. Um, but I want to get him and, and, and Steve, Steve on at the same time, you know, the old fiend dream team. <laughs> yeah but yeah oh and there's one more one more thing on this amazon list which is, <laughs> which probably could spur another conversation for an hour uh moulin Labe by boston tea party and <laughs> I'm, nice. I'm sure it's a good book i've heard nothing but good things by people i trust all say this book is good but that book cover is fucking ugly <laughs> i'm sorry it is it's bad um Boston Tea Party is a great author. I know that. Uh, I haven't read this one, but yeah, I still haven't read that either. Yeah, read read excerpts of it, but haven't actually gotten around to the whole book. Yeah, the, the book is like it's it's got the the black and yellow anarchy flag type thing, but it says Mulan Labe, and then there's like this light gray text that that literally is is like like a is snaking. Someone just figured out how to use the warp text feature on Photoshop <laughs> the first time. It's, it's really bad. It's really bad. And there's like a little red kind of anarchy thing kind of going on the bottom too. So I don't know. And there's like four different fonts being used. Uh, <laughs> this is bad graphic design. <laughs> this is just really, really bad. Uh yeah, Boston. If you ever write another book, Kenneth, is it Kenneth Royce? 
If you ever write another book, uh, you better get a hold of um, Kevin Slaughter. This is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> He'll make it look good. But that's it. That's it for Amazon. Yep. So uh, anything else you want to talk about? Sir, did we miss anything? Is anything fun? No. I think we... Uh... Yeah. I mean, the alt-right's dead, so that kind of talking point's done. Um Oh well, the the alt rights that I don't know. I was I was listening to James's podcast yesterday. He had somebody who claims to be from the post right. Yeah, I'm post right um, too. Oh, is that I? I don't. I I've 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 only heard you mention it. I think once. Other than that, I didn't know it was really a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not really a thing. <laughs> There's no real like objective. Well, then again, they don't really believe in objectivity either. But there's no real, like, clear definition of what it is. It's just kind of like it's people who kind of came from the right or still kind of identify with more on the right when it comes to, like, economic stuff. Uh, but reject a lot of the kind of conservative kind of viewpoints that it also represents as well. So, oh, yeah. So then I guess. Oh, I and they're also like- open to maybe more left leaning things uh economically i don't um but some of them do so it's not like any a real clear it's it's all it's just like the post left doesn't have any real kind of clear definition of what it is as well so yeah it's kind of the same thing gotcha yeah so i guess i I guess i would qualify somehow some way yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah you have like egoist leanings it's a good chance yeah that's like one of their main kind of things it's like well it's the right and sterner I would, yeah, that that makes sense because that whole conversation that James had with those two, whatever the hell the names were, yeah. uh, was very <laughs> um, was the Sterner and the word spook was yeah. mentioned quite a bit, and kind of, and also, it seems like there's also a the theme with with a lot of them is like the kind of rejection of Austrianism for things like Chicago School or. Yes, um, yes, they were very, they were very down on these. Those two in particular were very down on the Austrian school and ANCAPs in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm down on ANCAPs, even though I, I technically am an ANCAP. I just don't like that label because I, I think I have a real big problem with the term, uh, capitalism. But that's 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 a whole thing. <laughs> I don't want to get. Yeah, into we could. Yeah, we could actually. We could actually go down a very long road on that because I, I too have had. A, yeah, a, yeah. A, 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 where I used to tout it a lot, I definitely have a lot. It's, it's, uh, but, but before uh, anybody as starts the, as the kids say, me. problematic. Yeah. <laughs> as, as the weird looking kids with a, with a big hoop holes in their ears and, and multicolored hair and do things for bullyhunters.org, uh, would say it's problematic. Uh, but, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like before anybody starts accusing me of being a socialist, it's just, I agree with what you would what what you call capitalism. Like I agree with that. I just don't think that that really is what capitalism is to most people, and, and that's a term that I don't want to try to reclaim. That's pretty much at the end of it. Yeah, like I have free markets. Yes, free markets. Yes, markets. Yep. Yes, private everything. Yes, yes. Um, capitalism. Yes. Mm, I don't like it the term, yeah. but if that's what you call it, sure. Yeah, if that's your, if that's your, if, if if free markets and voluntary interactions is your definition of capitalism, fine. Yeah, that's sure, fine. let's go with yeah. that. I'm just not going to say that to other people. <laughs> you know, unless yeah, they yeah. unless I identify as a capitalist, and I'll be like, well, I'm a capitalist. I'm just more capitalist than thou. You know, <laughs> but for the most part, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So yeah, um, so yeah, if you want us to uh, 
to go on about what kind of stupid shit you're buying. And please, for the love of God, buy more butt stuff. I don't know what happened. It was just a, a fluke. Someone bought like a really cool butt thing a while back. And I've been waiting for another butt thing to happen, and it's just not happening. Was that the Clarissa Explains Butt Stuff episode? Yeah, that was the only reason why we called that episode that. It was it was yes. complete. It was fraud. It was, <laughs> it was podcasting fraud. Everybody thought we were going to talk about butt stuff, and we didn't. The only thing we did was go, oh, someone bought butt stuff. The end. That was the whole butt stuff conversation. <laughs> yeah, sometimes these ideas, they fall a little flat. Yeah. Someone bought butt stuff. The end. <laughs> oh, you listening for that? <laughs> Psych. Yeah. yeah. If you want, if you want to hear about butt stuff, you need to go listen to Iconosass. That's where butt stuff is happening <laughs> right now. Apparently, uh, James Weeks talks about man thongs. That's about as close as you get with Wolberts. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hmm. So, uh, what do you? What are you doing? What? 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 What do you got to plug? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. I fucking buried the lead. Yeah, if, if you want if you want to buy it stuff and have us talk about it, store.lowberts or shop.lowberts.com. Store.lowberts.com is where you buy uh, shirts. And I think it's wish.lowberts.com where you can see my Amazon list, or maybe it's wish.jimjesus. Let's double check that. Go ahead. What are you, what are you plugging? Oh, I guess just the usual for me. The uh, uh, solpodcast.org is where most of my stuff can still be found. If you're on if you're on Steam, it uh, I put all my stuff out there first. Um, and my I've actually been making a little more money these days. Um, oh, nice. You know, I'm, I'm getting like I'm up to like the four or five dollar post level. You know, almost 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 consistently. So you know, working my way up there. Um, but I, I still have a bunch of friends over there. I make a ton of money. <laughs> so I figure if I'm going to put content out, I might as well try to put it out there first. Um, Otherwise, if you want to, you want to donate to me. We got a Patreon, SOL Patreon, SOL. Uh, it's, it's, I think uh, Seeds of Liberty, patreoncom slash Seeds of Liberty. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. Or the, or you know, I'm still, I'm still on the fiends, but you know, I don't, sh- I don't show up with regularity anymore. It's just you know, every once, once or twice a week, I have a show that's put up there. But you know, what are you gonna do? Yep. All right, so I created. I guess I didn't have a wish. Loberts or anything, so I created that. The only thing that's on there is just things that I probably want for the show and a couple of pizzas, pizza steals. But yeah, don't expect anybody to buy me a four hundred dollar mic. <laughs> Someone does, <laughs> fucking all right. But then, oh, I have to buy a preamp for that thing. Yeah, so don't buy that microphone for me. So yeah, I would, I would, I, I, I used to say stuff like that. Like I don't think anybody would, but recently because of my situation, um, uh. I had a, I, I threw a GoFundMe up there because I was kind of screwed for money, and I was like, you know, when the when the bank cut me off with the credit card, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, luckily I got a, a bunch of money thrown my way that was able to hold me over for at least for now. But uh, I have one. There's one person out there that I, you know, I I knew of. We had interacted a little bit, but apparently is is a very big fan of my work. I just like kept throwing like big chunks of crypto at me allegedly, um, <laughs> and was just like. Yeah, uh, I'll have some more soon. I'll let you know. And I'm like, but but no, I I didn't. You know, thanks. You, you, I'm good. But you know, um, so yeah, it's possible, man. Somebody might buy it. Some there, there may be some secret admirer of yours out there that'll be like, oh, four hundred dollar mic. That's no problem. I could do that. Yeah. Well, if I had to get the three hundred dollar mic, I don't. I don't need it. I'll just remove it. Just get rid of that. Oh, let's see. I have I have like some M discs. Um, the JFK book, reclaiming history. Um, and the camera. Because if I if I get a camera, I could start doing video stuff again. But 
What kind of camera? Like a- it's a DSLR, but it does like uh, like 4K ah. video, which is it's probably the best thing to do for for videos, unless you want to get like a professional grade camera. It's like no, just get a four hundred dollar DSLR, and that way I could just take it with me. Uh, like some USB cables and a Raspberry Pi. I got a pizza Bible, um, but for the most part, like if if I expect anything to anybody to get me anything, it'd be like M discs. Because what I really want to do, and which is what I will do, is once I hit the once we get to one hundred episodes, I'm going to take. I'll, by then, I have already done my three hundred sixty five days of daily podcasts. And I'm going to put all of the driving episodes and all the all the extra stuff that I've done, and all the Lulbert stuff, and you know all the, the 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 files that I have for 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 the for the flags that I've ever created, all of them. I'm going to put them all on an M disk, and uh, basically pass them out to people who have a certain amount of uh, uh, of uh, Patreon support. So, but I won't talk about that until. I get to 100. <laughs> Once I get to 100, oh, nice. I'll probably have all the information for that. But you'll have Lulberts uh, on 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 uh, on a disc that will last a thousand years. So yeah. that's a uh, how much do those things go for? <laughs> what what M discs? It'll be yeah. on M disc Blu-ray. Um, so oh, the price price dropped on them. So they're like 55 bucks for a spindle of 25, and they, oh, they hold okay. about 25 gigs. Or a five pack for fifteen bucks. So, oh, that's not that bad. Yeah, but M discs are crazy. Like they're, they're literally made out of stone, and you're basically burning the information into stone. And they claim a thousand years, and uh, I don't think they've been around for a thousand years. So it's really kind of hard to say like it's one thousand years for sure. But you know, yeah. Or maybe someone will buy me some Tabasco scorpion sauce. I've been dying to try that, but I just don't want to pay for the shipping. That's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> to pay like almost as much for the hot sauce for the shipping. But I fucking love me some scorpion sauce. And I love Tabasco. Why not both? Porque no less dos. I don't like Tabasco, man. <sighs> You're wrong. I You're try, just objective. I try. I don't know. I try. And I, lo- I love hot sauce. I just Tabasco just never does it for me. Although the, there, I do have the habanero one, reason. one is great. Well, I do well. Yeah, I, th- there there is one recently that's made with Tabasco, the, the, a local place that usually does like they're big for their apple cider and stuff. Mm. Um, oh, and my, uh, my Tabasco and apple there. cider. Well, apparently, well, they had they do a bunch of stuff like that. Like they do pumpkin pies and stuff like that around the holidays. It's I, I think they have an or- a small orchard behind. Like they have this little roadside stand or whatever. But anyway, um, they're fa- they're famous around here for that. My kids and Jen love to go there. But apparently, one time they were in there talking to the owner. And he's got this old little line of his own stuff that he puts out as, as, as well as the other stuff that everybody else buys. And among the things was hot sauces. Mm. And just because just because Jen happened to look at one, like he's like he thought she wanted it. And she, was, he, she kept trying to explain that it was for me. And he kept just like winking at her like, no, no, I understand. You know, like, me, you know, I don't know why. But anyway, um, it was actually it's actually really good. And it, when I first looked at it, I was like, oh, it's made with Tabasco. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed that one. Um, I can't remember the name of it offhand. Yeah, my my daily driver hot sauce. Um, I've been using a lot of the super hot crystals. Um, it's pretty good, but you, it's only good if you get the super hot. The regular stuff, it tastes good, but it's not spicy at all to me. But I have a really high standard. But my daily driver, the one that I use all the time, is called Melinda's Nagajalokia, and Nagajalokia is in the same family as Ghost Peppers. They're just a little bit like a slightly more mild. Um, but it's in the same lineage. So it's, it's it, like if you ate a ghost pepper and a Naga Jalokia, 
you're you're not going to really notice too much of a difference because you're just it's just searing pain, <laughs> just for whatever. But that's my daily driver. I use it every day, and it's cheap. That's why I buy it, and it's good, but it's also cheap, and it's really 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 hot. So it gets my endorphin my endorphin addiction under 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 control. I currently don't have a daily driver. Yeah, I have like I have like five things that I rotate between just because people have given me stuff like. Um, one of my sister's friends, brothers, apparently, like he, I knew, I knew he was kind of like hippie-ish and was growing his own garden and stuff. But apparently, he started making his own hot sauces, and uh, he has like a ghost pepper one that he made, um, got like an orange, um, like a citrusy flavor to it too. Um, I kind of dig that one, but it's not something I want. Like he only gave me a little sample of it, and I also don't want to. Like it's not something I would use on everything right now. <laughs> um, I I still have a bottle. I still have sriracha that I like to put. You know, every once like especially like pizza, like day, day old pizza and sriracha for some reason for, with me is a is a wonderful thing. Um, and then like my, my a friend of mine years ago used to make his own wing sauce. Like he started out making his own. Yeah, I make um, my own wing sauce. Yeah, he he try he started out making his own wing sauce. And eventually it turned into like an all purpose hot sauce that uh, he was selling for a while. Um, so I had like bottles and bottles of this crap laying around for a while. And uh, I think I still have some of that, like the last batch of the the hot version of that that he put out before he's uh, before he stopped making it. Hmm. Um, and probably a couple and, and like the, the one from the apple cider place and maybe one other. But and they're, and they're all good in their own ways. But I'm just like, eh. I don't reach for the same one every time, you know? Yep. So anyway. So, yep. So if you want to buy me hot sauce and M discs, <laughs> if you buy me an M disc, I'll, I'll burn you up for free, I guess. That's the least I can do apparently. Um, <laughs> or a camera or whatever. Um, I don't expect any of you to buy anything for me. Uh, I'm not. This is just, this is just like this is just shit that I want. <laughs> I put it in my wish list, and I'm like, I don't care if anybody sees it. I'm eventually gonna buy the pizza Bible, no matter what, because I have I have a digital copy, and it's fucking amazing. And I'm actually making a Chicago style pizza tonight for work. I'm just, and I bought like pizza boxes, and I'm, I'm getting uh, get back into really getting into like seriously learning how to do pizzas and do it right. I'm just like forgetting everything that I thought I knew, starting over from scratch. And I'm getting some like didastic malt so I can so I can do it right. So mm. yep. Now I'm now I'm hungry, man. Yep. <laughs> well, you're in New York, so you can go get a proper slice. Yeah, apparently. but yeah, but no. But see, you, you mentioned Chicago. We've had this discussion. I, I am New York, and I def, I defend New York pizza to most to pretty much against pretty much everybody. However, I do uh, I, I do have a, a thing for Chicago style anyway. It's it's it, 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 given all choices, that would probably be, it would be my preference. <laughs> so one of my work was like, "That's just lasagna." <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't argue. <laughs> Except you're using dough instead of pasta. Yeah. Yeah, it's all the same thing. Yeah, it's all the same thing. It's got corn in it. <laughs> yeah. So all right. So yeah, quick plug. Where can they where can they find your stuff? SOL podcast. Oh yeah, solpodcast.org or I'm on Steam it. Yeah, and it doesn't violate the nap anymore. No, the the, the website's great. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 all all hail Paulie Gordon for pulling us out and yeah. helping us out with that. And they link our stuff on there too. So, 
Yeah, we uh, I, I actually I run, you know, I think the Fiends runs through there. The Lobos runs through there. My buddy Danilo shows runs runs through there. And my buddy Merrick's show used to run through there. He, he's allegedly bringing it back, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, uh, we try to let that, that was actually Paul's idea, too. I was like, he asked me, I was like, yeah, man, if, I didn't even know it was an option. I'm like, you can run other people's feeds for us, too. Sure. Yeah. Go for it. I, like, I see my stuff on iState TV. Um, that's Paul Gordon's uh, yep. thing. He doesn't do Lulzilla anymore, I don't think, does he? I've been kind no, of with that. No, we, we're slowly bringing the, there's a Lulzilla theme to his Tuesday shows, which is today. And actually, I think I'm supposed to be on tonight. Should I oh, should probably shit. check with that? Yeah, um, I should probably check with that. You should um, go see Infinity but, uh, War and then go check on that. <laughs> yeah, well, for, first, first, for, first, I have to first I have to go hang out with my kids for a little while. Okay. Since, you know, I only I only get to see them during the day now. Um, and then, uh, you know, after they leave, we can, we can worry about me see, maybe seeing infinity war or they, see again, if I see it without Jen, she'll probably kill me too. So this is, this is going to be tough, man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, solpodcast.org, right? Yep. That's okay. the, that's the main site. And the link will be in the description as usual. Anytime I, you have you on, I link that site too. And I should probably go back and check on some of those other links <laughs> from the older shows and make sure that they're right. Cause it's probably still linking back to the, the nap offending one. Yeah, that, that, I, f- I found that when I when I was putting all of the SOL stuff up on DTube over on Steam, it is all I had to, I had to redo all our old show notes because they all link to the old dead site. Yeah, so buy stuff through Amazon for us. I'd rather, much rather have that and stuff in other stores. Then I can use that to buy my pizza. My pizza, <laughs> my pizza make pizza All right, man. Great having you on again. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hell Thanos. I'll go see it. All right.